And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 31 of Thirst and Goal. Can you believe it? Fran is here. That's me. Sonia to the right of me and Ben right across the table. It's a beautiful night here in Southern California. We've got the drinks on the table, the fire burning in the background, uh, dogs freaking out with the fireworks. So it should be an interesting <laughs> show. What uh, is it with these fireworks, though, man? I mean, seriously. Uh, you know, I mean, I get it if it's kids, but uh, unfortunately here in California, most of these people are actually bona fide <laughs> adults that are lighting off fireworks yeah. three weeks or two and a half weeks, whatever it is, in advance of July 4th. Yeah, I understand it, like, you know, at night like this when you can actually see the fireworks, but when they go off like at six or seven and all you see is like the puff of smoke, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but even, I mean, we're in the middle of the city in a drought. And they're like, profe- well, I don't know if well, it's Well, we don't have anymore. a drought, but yeah. we are in the middle of the city. <laughs> but, uh... But where do they get these? I mean, they're like professional quality fireworks. I mean, when they go off, it's like a little bomb going off. It's crazy. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. You can get all so- I mean, you can get all sorts of stuff on the side of the road in Arizona. Uh, how was everyone's week this week? For me, Ben, it was it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sonia? Ronnie worked a full week this week. Sonia, how was your week? <laughs> it was a very long week. I was in uh, the wonderful city of Atlanta. In the actual dirty, dirty. In the actual ATL. dirty, dirty. You seem to be calling a couple of states dirty, dirty. I think well, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere to Ben is the dirty, dirty for some reason. Atlanta can't corner the market on the dirty, dirty. Uh, you know, there are <laughs> other cities deserving, deserved. Um, Whenever you mention New Jersey, dirty, dirty. I well, know I mean, dirty, if you've ever dirty. been to a city in New Jersey, you would I have never understand. been. I've never been. Uh, Sonia, what are you drinking over there tonight? Yeah, I was stout. I'm drinking uh, sparkling water and lemon. And oh. I have a glass of the, what is this? The scotch, the bourbon. It's the, the bourbon. It's the bourbon. Oh, we're The old on. granddad. <laughs> Definitely be sampling that later tonight. Yeah, Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, a little bit of Jack and Coke, Ben. Um, you know, uh, last week I was drinking a little bit of the Jim Beam and Coke, which actually is better than I remember it being. But Jack is still better. <laughs> Jack. Okay. So, yeah, I stopped by the uh, local liquor establishment today. I yeah. picked up a little Jack yeah. Daniels. And not a little one. That's, that's like the 1.7. That's that's the big guy. Well, if you're going to, you know, value for money. Yeah. Well, it'll last tonight. It'll, yes. last, <laughs> it'll, last, it'll last through the night. Uh, yeah. So I am drinking uh, what's left of the Karoon gin. I'll be uh-huh. having to get a, another summer gin as we move on into these warm I thought warm this was months. the summer gin. No? It is. I just need, oh, I need, a, yeah. another, I need another one. Summer. It's a long, yeah, a the, super summer. summer, summer yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to move up in the world. Uh, but Friday, the bottle is very nice, though. Oh, it's beautiful. Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight? Tonight, Ben, we're going to make a shout out to our new listeners. Uh, we have our NFL news as usual. We have our signature shot of the week. Number four, Ben. Would you rather is 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 that what what is that explain that to that us. is a new segment and I and I have not given Franny or Sonia any nope. information yeah, about this thanks, and that ben. is That's all part of my plan I want it to be course. a surprise when it happens why, that's why a, I was a little confused about that 
You're going to pull <laughs> it's, out it's players all, it, from it, like 1966 no, 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 or something it, it and was, ask us. It was not intentional uh, keeping you guys in the dark, in the dark intentionally. It uh-huh. is intentional uh, for the surprise of it. Oh. Well, I can't wait. And you didn't want to explain it to me before the show, so that's what I'm asking now. <laughs> during the show. <laughs> and he still hasn't. And I, still I, don't exactly. wanna, I still don't want to let when you know what it is. When we get to it, we'll know what that means. Yes. Can we just move it up? <laughs> <laughs> It'll and, be fun. I promise. It'll okay. be fun. And then we have our tag team news, our thirst and goal news. It's news from the Seahawks, Steelers, and the Eagles, our favorite teams. Uh, we have our signature uh, beverage of the week, or is that our taste test? That ben? is the taste test. That's we our are taste having test. our scotch. That's right. We did all of our uh, our scotches already these last five weeks or so, and so we'll be doing a taste test of uh, five moderately priced scotches. Uh, we're going to have an update uh, for our home brew. We actually have one chilling right now, and hopefully it'll be carbonated. Me and Ben have not tried this yet. Fingers crossed. So we'll be surprised on the podcast. At how good it is. Uh, hopefully. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming. Uh, and then we have our beer of the week. It's a local beer, El Segundo Brewery. We'll give that a shot. It's a double IPA. Uh, Ben's going to make a shout out to uh, some of our fellow podcasters out there. We have our top five this time. It is our top five stadiums that we'd be interested in visiting. Well, son has been to a couple. Ben, you've been to a couple. Yeah, yeah. I have not been to that many. <laughs> I, I was at Qualcomm. Depot, yeah, Qualcomm or Home Depot yeah, Qualcomm, or whatever that is. I was at Home Depot, Stub but Qualcomm was a, uh, that was a crappy stadium. I know why San Diego moved. <laughs> uh, <and then> it's, <laughs> into the beautiful StubHub Center. Well, it, it's nicer. Trust me, it's, it's much better than Qualcomm, and they can actually fill it up. Uh, we have our TV update. Um, you and Sonia are watching uh, some shows Last Kingdom, and we're going to uh, hash out on the air, hopefully. God, I don't uh, even remember what, what we happened are, last week. What we are all going to watch together. There are a few miniseries out there or short series uh, that we can probably get through yeah, I need, uh, before I need the to, summer break. I need to catch up with you guys. Oh, last, yeah, it's going to take a while to watch, catch up on Last Kingdom. <laughs> we're what, almost two full seasons in. Oh, well, I, th- we, I thought it was we shorter than that. polished off seven seasons in a month and a half. Yeah, we are uh, we are binge uh, aficionados. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you guys are pretty good at that. Our I mean, Sundays are fun filled. The Game of Thrones. I mean, you guys went through that in no time. It was yeah. like three weeks, seven seasons, and then plus. And now I'm time. sad that we did. We should have just taken our time, so we would still be watching it right now. <laughs> it would be hard to have avoided what yeah. had happened in that show. I mean, it was. I was surrounded by it at work. I mean, I would have had to walk around with noise canceling earphones on twenty four hours. Just like hours the ones you're wearing right now, Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we. We have Ben's quiz. Oh boy, this it'll be a week. good one this week. I'm sure Ben. The last two or three have been excellent. We have Ben's betting corner once again making a return, and we have some housekeeping at the end. All right, all right, all right. Friday, what's first up in the big board? Our new listeners, Ben. Make a shout out to our new listeners. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you all so much, our regular listeners as well as our new listeners. Just wanted to give you guys a sampling of the listeners from this week that are new to the show. We have new listener from Basalt, Colorado. New listener from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. A listener from Patriots Country, Brookline, Massachusetts. Listener from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Beautiful Ottawa, Canada. New listener from Walla, Walla, Washington. I love that name. That's I want to go. That's an interesting town. I have uh, a friend of mine actually worked up there for a long time. Uh, Wichita, Kansas. New listener from Wichita. 
New listener from Virginia Beach, Virginia. New listener from Wilkes-Bear, Pennsylvania, on the New York-Pennsylvania border. Thank you so much, Wilkes-Bear. Ben's been looking at the map. Yes, finally. <laughs> uh, new listener from Stratford, Connecticut. Bulls, Bears, people from Connecticut. Palm Harbor, Florida. Chicago, Illinois. New listener from Union City, California. Not sure. Is that north? South? Uh, no. I don't know. Maybe Central. <laughs> Central California. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, new listener deep in the dirty, dirty. Oh, uh, there it is. Uh, we talked about Gainesville, that. Florida. <laughs> oh, that's right. Florida's also the yeah, Florida. Right, Everywhere right. in Florida is the dirty, dirty. New Jersey, Georgia, you know. Arlington, Texas. New listener from Arlington. New listener from the credit card capital of the world. William Wilmington, Delaware. New listener from Carlsbad, New Mexico. Another new listener from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much, Yinzers. Uh, new listener from <laughs> Portland, Oregon. New listener from Missoula, Montana. Thank you so much, Montana. And we have another new listener, or the first listener from, I'm going to butcher this. This is probably going to be the only uh, international city that I attempt to pronounce this week. We have a new listener from Raika, Croatia. Rijeka. There yeah, it is. Rijeka. Ben, that was actually pretty good. Right. That was pretty good, Rijeka. Right. Uh, and where is that? Is that uh It's in the it's it's uh the northern north north, north yeah. uh northwest corner of uh Croatia. I actually yep. spent eight days there. It's a nice little city. So it looks like we have not, a not listener little. from Croatia that we're not related that nobody else is related to on the show. Well we didn't say that. <laughs> no, do we do you guys have uh, any relatives in uh Rijeka? Rijeka? No. No no uh, relatives that I know of. And uh, we have a listener for Sonia, a new listener from Paris, France. And we have a host of new listeners from around the world. Bangladesh, United Kingdom, Brazil, Australia, Guam, Denmark, Spain, Vietnam, Canada, Bermuda, Nigeria, Germany, the Netherlands, Latvia, Hong Kong, Morocco, Hungary, Mexico, Slovenia in the house again. Slovenia. Sweden, Italy, and the beautiful dirty Norway. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, Norway. Nor- Norway is not the not dirty, the dirty, dirty. <laughs> Maybe uh, there's a, there's some dirty, dirty in Germany. Probably. I'm guessing. Oh my God, Ben. Uh, we have no more listeners <laughs> from yeah, Germany. Sorry, Germany. Uh, I'm sure there are some rustic towns in Germany. I want to go to Latvia. I would love to go to Latvia. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Briga. We'll wear Let's our thirst it. and gold gear. We'll get out there on That's the right. road. That's right. Our one listener will recognize us. Yeah, we'll rent. Uh, <laughs> we'll rent a smart car. We'll travel like all an old Volkswagen, Europe. an old Volkswagen van. Like <gasps> that would be cool. Yeah, we could get uh, one of those. What do they call those things? That you, the, the the skin for the, the car. Skin. <laughs> we could get a thirst and gold skin and just travel around. <laughs> oh my god! Who, no, the hood will be the Seahawk. The left side yeah, would be an that, eagle, yeah. and the right side would be the Steeler. Uh-huh. And then the back would be thirst and gold. Done. All right, let's get the smart car. I, I see it. <laughs> the smart car. We might not be able to carry all, all the equipment That's in true. a smart car. Well, especially That's those true. microphones. Maybe the smart for four. <laughs> that, that, smart uh, for four. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? NFL news. Next up on the big board, Ben. Son just mentioned it. I'm NFL sorry? news. I just read it. What's next up on well, the big son, board, Sonia? Your voice comes out. Better than mine, I would say. It's beautiful. No, you've you have a beautiful it. radio voice, Sonia. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, You're Michelle Tafoya Mike. <laughs> yes, Our uh, should I mention what kind of mics you guys have? Sonia's still <laughs> sporting the sideline reporter mic. 
Um, Got the yeah. John Holmes of mics. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. This mic is pretty intense. Um, but yeah, so we are deep into June, and we oh still God. have NFL news. It Keeps is coming, coming fast and furious. We have a couple uh, stories that you probably heard um, on the major news outlets, as well as a couple interesting stories that are not as widely reported. But first up, we have. The Washington Redskins and Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Coach Jay Gruden of the Washington Redskins this week says rookie quarterback Dwayne Haskins deserves a shot at starting week one, according to John Kime of ESPN.com. If there was anyone in the NFL who doesn't think he's going to get that shot, Haskins' performance and practices thus far has gone, gone as expected, Gruden said. When he's on, there's nobody you'd rather have. But sometimes when he's off, he's abnormally off. It's kind of weird. Uh, really strange comment uh, from Jay Gruden there. Uh, this is the kind of rookie quarterback uh, play that you would expect in practice early on. There's going to be some highs. There's going to be some lows. Uh, Alex Smith is not expected to play at all in the coming year. They have the beautiful... Case Keenum as their number one starter. Uh, Frane, what say you about giving Dwayne Haskins a shot at starting in week one? I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, Case Keenum did an excellent job when he was with uh, the Minnesota Vikings. I, I would probably start Case Keenum, and then if Case Keenum struggles, put in Haskins. I mean, I, if, if he's not showing that much promise, if he's hit and miss in practice, he's going to be hit and miss on the football field, too, in the game. So, Yeah, Frane really has an affinity for marginally <laughs> above-average journeyman quarterbacks. Uh, this is Case they Keenum. Had a, they had an excellent we have season. Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm trying to. There was another uh, uh, Garoppolo. We don't uh, know about. We don't know. We don't know Garoppolo yet. I mean, you never. I don't know what we're going to see this season from Garoppolo. He but, might be great. Or clearly, he yeah. But clearly, you have some mo- deep, you know, deep okay. union roots supporting these sort of middle of the road <laughs> players. Uh, Sonia, what do you think about Dwayne Haskins starting in Game One for the oft? maligned no. deservedly Washington Redskins. No. <laughs> no, I, I think let them let them play in the what did they used to call it? The exhibition games, the preseason, pre-season games. games. Preseason yeah. games let next let month? Them, yeah. yeah. Let, let them play in those. Well. And then, you know, feel them out. Almost but a month. Case Keenum, come on. I mean he's not the best, but he's not the worst either. So let him play. I and let him sit back and then when when they're close to a blowout, yeah, um, then uh, <laughs> <laughs> or when they're being blown out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, then throw him in and and see what he can do. If he can turn the team around during a blowout, well, then Case Keenum better take the back seat. Yeah, I mean, I think he only had one full season as a starter at uh, uh, where was he? He's from uh, Oklahoma. No, he's from uh, Ohio State, right? So yeah, this is the one full year as a starter. And I think we reported earlier in this this year that essentially they've already announced that Jay Gruden's going to get shit canned at the end of this next season if they aren't successful. So it does put Gruden <sighs> a little bit sort of on, you know, he has a decision to make there. I think much like Harbaugh last year really had no choice but to uh, throw Jackson in the game because there was some talk that his reign as coach was coming to an end. I think Gruden's going to have no choice but to start Haskins and hope for the best. He doesn't have the kind of rope that a that a more seasoned head coach with support from ownership would have. I think he's going to have to roll the dice. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but Friday, I don't know. And, I thought Case Keenum, you know, when his time with the Texans, he played okay whenever he was thrown into action. Um, in Minnesota, you know, he went to the NFC Championship game, got blown out by the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew there was a reason I had this in NFL news this week. So I would, I would definitely give Keenum a shot. I would start him for the season. If things go south, then definitely throw in Dwayne Haskins. You have nothing to lose. You might as well put him in there. But I would definitely start the season with Case Keenum. All right. Under center. Six degrees of Doug Peterson. <laughs> uh, next up on the NFL news, we have Todd Gurley. This should be warm the heart of Sonya over here. Her Todd, her cockles, her cockles, that, I knew you're the gonna, cockles you're, you're, of her heart. Ben loves that, and he also loves what's the other thing that Ben scuttlebutt. Knows? Scuttlebutt. Yes, yeah, so we have huh. to have scuttlebutt at least once per episode. You know what? We got to make up a scuttlebutt shot. Yeah. Oh, yes. You like that? Yeah, we should. Well, scuttlebutt is essentially like I have no actual facts to back up what I'm saying. That's but right. So we <laughs> have. I'm just gonna say right. it anyway. That's right. I just like the way it sounds. Uh, so yeah. So Todd Gurley's trainer this week admitted that Todd Gurley is suffering from a chronic arthritic component to his knee, according to Dave Richard of CBS Sports. I'm never happy when, I mean, he's he's a great player. It's it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, the trainer essentially said, uh, you know, everybody knew when Todd came out of Georgia that there would be some kind of arthritic component to his knee. Uh, He's now at the five-year mark, and we're all managing that. Uh, if we can pound him less in the offseason while keeping his weight down, working on his strength, working on his agility in short areas, that's going to give him a better chance to be healthy week 14 through 17 when the games really count. I, I mean, I think it's a shame. I think we, you know, we talked a little bit about this uh, last week or the week before. You know, great player, um, but, you know, giving him that huge contract with all that guaranteed money, and now it looks like he might be you know, sort of a halftime, quarter-time player going forward. That's It's it's a shame. It really is. I mean, it's not my division, so I yeah, can, no. I can <laughs> feel badly about it. I don't know that. Well, I don't know how Sonya feels about that. I mean, it is within your division. If, uh, it, but I would never, ever, ever want to see anybody hurt, especially well, of really not. Of course not. Players. You know, somebody that hasn't been in the league that long, and he's a joy to watch when he is on the field, except but, when he's on my fantasy team, of course, right. and he sucks. But the t- couple of years that he was not on a fantasy <laughs> team, uh, you know, he's, he's been a great player, and, uh, you know, it sucks that he's having these issues right now. And, yeah. and so now we're starting to understand how much he was actually injured last year uh, during that playoff run when C.J. Anderson was in the game. This was the reason, and they didn't want to admit to it. Yeah, I mean, it was a little strange how they handled it. I'm not sure why they wouldn't have just admitted that there was an issue, because even as this, the season ended and, and, and they had lost the Super Bowl, they were continuing to sort of be evasive yeah, you know, in their answers about... What was going on with Todd Gurley? I mean, we talked, uh, I don't remember what, five, six episodes ago about potentially um, categorizing some running backs around the league as closers, essentially bringing them in in the fourth quarter, uh, bringing them in late in the season and into the playoffs, really sort of limiting their carries early on. So you have that closer who's fresh, who can just sort of wear down a defense at the end of a game or at the end of a season. And it looks like Todd Gurley might be the first case study in this, I mean, he can actually, you know, sit out the first three quarters of a game and come in in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but wouldn't he Rams come in cold? Well, I mean, um, he'll ride the bike on the sidelines. <laughs> uh, but he can't, I mean, he can't play a full game. I mean, if he plays full Just games all the way through the retire. year, he'll, he, 
Well, he can't retire. Uh, I mean, still, because he can still play. How old is he? Oh, he's, he's young. I mean, he's like 26, 26, 27. Yeah. It seems like he's been around for a while. Uh, he came out of Georgia, what, four or five years ago? Yeah. Uh, six years That's ago? That's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It is too bad. But it's in your division, Sonny. So. <laughs> well, I know that. But like I said, you know, I like the guy. If it, if it was Zeke, I'd be like, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was Zeke, that's I don't just think, the way yeah. it is, guys. I mean, you know, uh, football is a very physical sport. <laughs> it could happen to Zeke. I mean, with his workload, I mean, he definitely could find himself in a situation where he's, you know, the, I mean, the, the Cowboys are going to give him a bunch of money next year. Uh, and he's one of the most heavily used backs oh, yeah. in the league. I mean, and he could end up in the same boat. The, the Cowboys could end up in the same boat once they pay him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he might end up, you know, sort of wearing down. Not everybody can be Adrian Peterson and just sort of keep chugging along well into your 30s. Uh, well, I wouldn't say he's, I mean, he's had quite a few injuries himself, but uh, he, he's actually at his age with the injuries that he's had. He he was impressive with Washington. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, you know. And the rest of the Bills running backs. I mean, they've got, they've got every other running back over 30, I think, on their squad. Uh, any more to say about Todd Gurley, Sonia? No. We wish Todd Gurley well. Yeah, we do. We do. We wish him well. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll get a pair of skinny khakis. Not, not too well wear, when you're playing. He can wear them on the sidelines with Sean McVay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Against the Seahawks, maybe not so much. But everybody Sit else. Sit out the game. Sit out the game. You know. <laughs> so against, <laughs> against the Niners, just ball out. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, so we have a little bit of more news coming out of the L.A. Rams. Well, what does golf have to say? Los Angeles Rams head coach <laughs> Sean McVay says there is a zero, quote-unquote, a zero percent chance that the team will not extend quarterback Jared, Jared Goff's contract, according to Michael Silver of NFL.com. Wait, is that a double negative? Uh, Probably. Zero. Okay. Probably. <laughs> well, with the Rams, two negatives makes a positive. Uh, McVay said he was fed up with talk that the Rams might pursue greener pastures at quarterback. Uh, he said all the narratives out there are wrong. Jared and I couldn't be more connected, which is a strange way of Sexy. describing it. And I couldn't be more appreciative of him as our leader. Uh, that extension will get done. It's just a matter of if, not when. Uh, this is about as unambiguous as an NFL coach ever get. Gets questions have been surfacing about the Rams' long-term commitment to golf ever since the Philadelphia Eagles locked Carson Wentz down to a four-year, $128 million contract, with the theory being that McVay is such a genius that he could turn any quarterback into a Pro Bowl caliber player and might prefer a player with more star power. But Goff threw for over 46 100 yards in 2018 and had a 32-12 touchdown-to-interception ratio and led the team ultimately to the Super Bowl where they lost to the New England Patriots where many teams have been <laughs> before them. Except the Eagles. Well, they, they were in Well, they, yeah, they, they, yeah, they lost to them once. Uh, but what say you, uh, Sonia and Franny, about Jared Goff getting a – he's going to get an extension the same size or bigger than whatever Prescott and uh, Wentz get or got mm-hmm. um what do you think about giving him that kind of a contract so i have to be kind because i do not want to take a shot but <laughs> oh that's right in my Sonya opinion in my opinion and, and this has nothing to do with the fact that he's with the rams or whatever in my opinion i don't find him to be that top-notch player i don't find him to be as good as wentz or as good as what's his name uh, prescott 
or honestly. Ra- or Roethlisberger. Well, you know how I feel about Roethlisberger. <laughs> Sonia wasn't thinking about Roethlisberger at all. Yeah, no, I'm, no, always, he was, <laughs> I'm always thinking about The name about doesn't roll uh, off my tongue. <laughs> I'll just throw it in there. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't believe that he deserves that kind of money. I, 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 I personally do not believe he deserves that kind of money. But um, go ahead, extend him. Go ahead. So, in other words, you want him to, you want the Rams to spend that money and have a whole bunch of money tied up with Gurley and Goff, and limited funds to go out and get other players. Sure, I didn't say it; you did. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was just—I think that's what you're getting at there. You're saying go and waste thirty-six million dollars a year on Jared Goff. Yeah. Um, why not? Yeah, I mean, personally, I—I I think they probably have to pay him. Uh, they're not going to be in a position next year to go after one of the one of the high high level quarterbacks coming out of the draft in 2019. So, you know, what what else can they do? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what their other options are, but I'm sure Jared Goff is looking at the Carson Wentz situation and Dak Prescott situation right now and wondering where his money is. You know, those guys, you know, have they were drafted into the league at the same time. Uh, his numbers are, I, I think they're, they're they're pretty much up there with both uh, Dak and with Carson Wentz. He's been to a Super Bowl, um, so and and if you hear panting right right now, <laughs> it, it is from it. Yeah, we have, <laughs> if you hear panting, it's a, it's have, a scared uh, dog because of one uh, of our mascots yeah. here is crawling up on the table because there are some there are some fireworks. There, there are some 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 fireworks going off right fireworks. now. So if you hear panting, I only do that sometimes on the podcast, <laughs> but this time it is actually Butters, the cutest little dog. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I mean for for. Um, for him, I, I'm not sure exactly what he's thinking right now because he's seeing, you know, uh, other guys in, in conversations to uh, that have already been extended or, 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 or. Sorry, but, but. <laughs> Butters is <laughs> grabbing yeah. our our cables here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry about that, front. Yeah, but for for Jared Goff, I'm sure he's wondering, you know, what what is going to be going on, um, you know, in in the near future because they have to sign him at least this year or next year. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna have to happen. I don't know who they're gonna go after. Who else? What other quarterback is there that the Rams? can actually sign i mean like we've said so many times before you know quarterbacks don't grow on trees and he's a very decent quarterback um but uh so, but, but some <laughs> sorry we have we do have some some dog issues here uh yeah i agree with Franny. i mean it really 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 makes the eagles look smart uh i mean the eagles locked up Wentz. uh you know ultimately i think that deal was for about 32 a year when you when you take everything into consideration uh, you know, and it really makes the Eagles look smart by comparison to the Rams and to the Cowboys. I mean, the, the Cowboys probably could have locked Prescott up a year or two ago for about $25 million a year for a long-term deal. They're going to be stuck paying well into the 30s now. I don't think they're going to have any alternative. Rams, same thing. They could have locked Goff up earlier this year before the Eagles signed Wentz, but now that the Rams are going to be stuck probably paying him more money than that. That's just the way the quarterback market works. And neither one of those two quarterbacks is as good as Carson Wentz. So, I mean, I think that the Eagles really were smart to get out in front of this uh, because Prescott and Goff are going to have to get their money because what else can they do? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, they're sort of stuck there. Sonia, have anything to add about Jared Goff? No, the stoic wonder. Not at all. And we'll post butters on uh, Instagram yeah, and yeah, on we'll, Twitter. We'll post our yeah. He's our poor guy here. is sitting little doggy. shaking. Yeah. yeah. He's freaked out right now. <laughs> to all our listeners out there, please, 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 you know, have some consideration for your neighbors. 
who have pets um, around the 4th of July. We we understand that during the 4th of July, we, we're going to have some fireworks. That's just the way it goes. But to be doing this a month and a half, and this has been going on for a few weeks now, you know, a month and a half to a month in advance of the, of the holiday just seems a little ridiculous. Grow up, people. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have uh, Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. Michael Thomas reportedly seeking $22 million oh, wow. a year for a long-term deal. Uh, reports are the scuttlebutt <laughs> is, there it is that the Saints are willing and, in fact, are enthusiastic about offering him about $18 million a year over four Years uh, that seems like an extraordinary sum uh, for a quarter or for a wide receiver who plays on a team whose quarterback makes just about any receiver look good. Um, what will happen to Michael Thomas if, for some reason, Drew Brees goes down? I think that's an absurd amount of money to give Michael Thomas more money than Julio Jones and Antonio, and Antonio Brown. Brown. I think that's that's absolutely ludicrous um but i think the saints are gonna have no choice franny what say you he's a very good receiver um you know this past season he had the most receptions it was 125 not the most yards not the most touchdowns um he's an excellent receiver but i mean you know just coming uh coming out of the draft uh drew Brees made him look very good and um but man, twenty two million dollars—that's absurd. Yeah, that's like ten percent of your cap space yeah. right there, tied up to a receiver. More than Aaron I mean, Donald. Could, could you do better? You know, signing two other guys for ten million a piece. You know, I'm, I'm sure Drew Brees would make them look just as good. You know, if you have a, like a Dante Moncrief out there running routes. You know, I mean, yeah, Steelers got him for nine or ten. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, 22 million jesus christ i mean it's crazy it's crazy how much money these guys are i mean every, every time somebody makes a certain amount of money the next guy wants even more yeah whether or not they're worth yeah. it but they want more and, and i mean and drew Brees has a history in this league of making receivers um appear better than their skill sets would indicate i mean he has a history of doing this with receivers over the years and i i just wonder what will happen uh, you know, if Drew Brees is is hurt, or if he continues to deteriorate next year, which I'm predicting he will, um, <laughs> you end up with, you know, a 22 million dollar receiver who is essentially marginally above average, and you know you're stuck with that contract. Uh, so, and it'd be tough to move. I mean, it'd be tough to move that contract. Uh, Sonia, do you have any opinion about Michael Thomas? You don't have my sound bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. No. For those of you that weren't with us last week, uh, Sonia, from time to time, from time to time, uh, Sonia does not want to participate in a particular discussion. Uh, and she has adopted this sound effect. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> I so, swear to God, I thought I saw him at the Atlanta airport. I swear to God, I was just gawking at this man. It wouldn't shock going, me in the least. It would not shock me I was in hoping the least. he'd smile because once he smiled, I'd know it was him. But it, I don't know. He wasn't. Smiling. Oh my goodness! But but regarding uh, was his name Thomas? Was he eating Skittles? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. So it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't Marshawn Lynch. No. Um, if if I recall, to- watching the game against uh, the Rams, yeah, um, he looked really good. 
Uh, I mean, he, I looked, he looked really Look, if they don't really pay him, someone year. else will gladly pay him. So it, that's just the threat. So does Drew Brees want to want to keep the guy or not? Well, I mean, the Saints are in a tough spot because, he, you know, he was drafted in the second round. So there's no fifth year option on him. So they're going to have to pay him next year one way or the other after next right. season. I let mean, him play this if it's season me, I let him walk. off contract. Yeah. If it's me, I let him walk. I mean, for twenty, I mean, if if he doesn't take eighteen million dollars, yeah. I mean, as much as I talk shit about Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas does not deserve more money than Antonio Brown. That's just a fact. Oh. I mean, that is just a fact. Uh, I may not have uh, Antonio Brown on any of my top ten lists or top five lists, or or even Odell Beckham. Yeah. You know. Yeah, or Odell Beckham. Uh, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Julio Jones. Uh, I mean, there are. All, I mean, uh, Keenan Allen. All of those. All of those receivers right now, I would take over Michael Thomas, and I don't think yeah. any of them are making near twenty-two million dollars a year. So, no, uh, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pull the trigger on yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think Odell was making about sixteen, seventeen, somewhere around there, right? Yeah, and and, and I think Antonio was also making around that same sixteen point four five or something. I don't know, but yeah, like you said, he, he's. I don't. I don't think he's as good as those guys yeah. deserve that type of a contract. But I think the Saints will probably make the calculation that they've got one or two more years of a really good Drew Brees, so they might as well just take a shot yeah. here uh, and he live with the started his negotiation pretty high, 22. Yeah, 22. They're at 18. I mean, for 18, a wide receiver. 18 is 18 pretty good. Is pretty yeah, good. But, for a wide you know, receiver. He might settle on 20, and 20 is too much. Oh, my God. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Uh, so we have a few, actually a few more pieces of NFL news. Uh, we have the Le'Veon Bell 911 tape. Oh, uh, so we what? reported a couple weeks ago that Le'Veon Bell had a couple of women in his oh, yeah. abode in Florida, left in the morning to go work out, and uh, these two young women absconded with some jewelry and some other belongings. Uh, but TMZ was able to get a hold of the 911 tape. It's a couple minutes long. I'll pay a l- play a little bit of it. Uh, he actually comes off uh, pretty mature here, but it's an interesting uh, interesting phone call that uh, lots of people probably would, uh, would not want to make but would like to be in the position to make. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Hollywood, Florida. Oh, okay. Tell me exactly what happened. Um, well, I had two girls in my house, and I went to, I got up, I uh, did my normal routine to go work out. So I left the workout for a couple hours. When I came back, they took my money, they took my watch, my jewelry, um, a, a couple more um, things of value <clears throat> out of my house. And I don't know where they at. I tried to call them before I called you guys. I tried to call them, and, uh, and they're not answering me, and they're ignoring me. When did this happen? This happened today. Okay, what all did you say was taken? I know you said money. So money, my jewelry, and other things of value, so like clothes, shoes, um, you know, just like like other things of value around the house, like uh, things that I use, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. But really clothes, shoes, money. <laughs> okay, what is, the total, money and my jewelry. what is the total estimated value of the items? Oh, like a million dollars. He didn't want to say. Description: Are they white, black, or Hispanic? The girls, uh, they're one is mixed, and they're both mixed. They're both mixed. 
Okay, their skin oh, color, if an officer was to drive by, would they look more white, black, or Hispanic? Well, <laughs> uh, one will look more black, and the other one will look more Hispanic. Okay, the one that looks more black, how old is she? 23. What was she wearing today? Is that, I mean, when I left, she was in the bed. She was in the bed, not wearing clothes. But she was, <laughs> so not bad. <laughs> This is uh, such an interesting call. And the other call. one, you said she looked more Hispanic. Is that correct? Like, she looked more like, if anything, like, you know, white or Hispanic, yes. Oh, okay. How old is she? She's 21. <laughs> and what was she seeing boxing wearing today? The same way. She was in the bed, too. Why oh. They didn't have a phone on. Oh, okay. What, what is her phone number? And uh, I think we needed that bumper right there, Ben. Yeah, we definitely did. We, just we had, definitely did. We we had a dog, uh, one of our mascots, jump on the table right now. He's, he's a little <laughs> freaked out right now from the fireworks, as we mentioned earlier. And so we had to just uh, pause it real <laughs> quick, calm quick. him down. Yeah, and now sure. we are back. So I'm just playing some music for him. Yeah. In the I got some honky tonk. <laughs> yeah, we got a little honky tonk going on for butters in there. Yeah. But that was a pretty interesting 911 call. Um, <laughs> these you know dispatchers, what? I think that was probably the most interesting thing she's ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Especially in Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was very subdued. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I give yeah, him a I lot impressed. of kudos for how he handled that. For a million dollars? For losing a million bucks? Dang. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was... He was that's why million. he wanted a huge contract, so he could have those girls over stealing whatever they want. No, what is she wearing? I don't know. She was in bed. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> Naked. She was in bed. She's not wearing no anything. And, yeah. the, and the other one, I mean, my favorite part was when he asked, he asked about the other woman. And he said the same thing. She's yeah. also in the bed, not wearing any clothes. Oh and God. they're ignoring his phone call. That was awesome. I'm, like, tr- I'm trying to call them, but they're ignoring my calls. <laughs> they probably I wonder why. A joke or something. Oh, my God. I, I almost felt bad for Levy on there for a second. For a second. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a million dollars of clothes just and, and jewelry just lying around your house. Uh, uh, poor guy. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Talk about loose change. Well, I'll yeah. take his couch any know, day. Seriously. Well, if mean, they broke into my house, like, how much do they steal? I don't know. Ten dollars. It's I got a bottle of Schlevo. It's, uh, I got a bottle of Glenn Levitt 15. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I had to play that. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. We have a little bit of other, <clears throat> excuse me, NFL news. Uh, finally, 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 we have the final, final, final uh, pass interference rule was adopted for 2019. Uh, so the rule that we discussed, I think, last week or the week before, the pass interference calls in the last two minutes of the game will be initiated by the officials, not by the coaches. Uh, and there'll be a new standard applied mm. to only pass interference calls and that standard will be clear and obvious visual evidence that warrants a change uh so we have finally 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 got a rule change that will be in effect for 2019 um what say you uh frana and sonia about finally getting this rule change hammered out i still don't understand what the rule change is i mean what the officials have well, it was on again, off again with the with the coaches. So initially, it was going to be uh, that the all the calls would be initiated 
by the officials until the last two minutes of the game when the coaches would be uh, making the the you know throwing the flag to challenge a pass interference call. Then the coaches essentially said, "No, we don't want that responsibility." Um, and now we're back to the officials making the call. Although we have this new standard clear and obvious, which is supposed to affect only the type of plays that we saw, for example, in that <clears throat> NFC championship in the game. NFC championship game. You know, it's really, really interesting. I mean, they wrote in... But they uh, had the opportunity to call it, and they didn't. So I don't know. Well, it was never called originally, so I guess they couldn't have uh, have reviewed it, right? I mean... Well, was, they will. They'll be now able, they will they'll be, able be able to review a no-call. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even last year, even if they had called pass interference on the play, yeah, and it wasn't yeah. pass interference, they wouldn't they have been able to call. review it. Yeah. So who will tell them to review it? The officials. Is it is it like that? Said that booth in in New yeah. York that okay. they have now. And oh, I'm good I, with that. I think they'll be doing it from the stadium, but I could be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least now we have some some finality to what the rule will be going into next year. So Franny will be satisfied yeah, well, <laughs> that he won't have to be subjected to uh, another play like we got in 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 New Orleans. I mean and, that that wasn't the only missed call. There were plenty of missed calls. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to that. I, I think that's a good call, um, because that was seriously an obvious, <laughs> obvious yes. penalty. We will not yeah, let yeah, that yeah. one go. Yeah. We're not going to let, well, I mean, I, I will I, not. The egregiousness of the call it was, was not that pretty important bad. to me. It was pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, so, so put away your picket signs, New Orleans. You won't have to be out there marching next year. Yeah. Uh, you know, if there is a call such as what happened in the, in the Saints Rams championship game. At least there will be uh, the frustration will only be with the officials not reviewing the play, which will probably happen in at least a half a dozen games next year. Uh, but at least we have some finality yeah. to that. I mean, we might as well give it a shot. I mean, the rules of football are always changing, and so hey, let, let's see what happens this year, and uh, you know, moving forward, um, if it, if it happens to get in the way of of um, of football and actually playing the game and you know hopefully the reviews don't take you know five minutes ten minutes or whatever you know let's see how i mean over the years i mean the rules have changed yeah. so I'm, I'm 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 all in favor of of this new rule i agree i agree sonia any uh thoughts i'm good on with the it PA? i'm glad yeah. finally all right moving on we have a little bit of uh, an interesting statistic that i uncovered this week that actually shocked me when I saw it. I was listening to an analytics podcast where they essentially said that defense doesn't matter that, uh, you know, when you're, when you're looking into analytics and what actually moves the needle, it's primarily uh, offense quarterback uh, yards per attempt, yards per catch wide receivers, running backs don't play uh, that much into analytics. The Eagles, for example, have a huge analytics department uh, that they use to uh, draft players and call plays uh, but there's an interesting statistic that I uncovered uh, among quarterbacks some of the more well-known quarterbacks in the league uh, this stat I think was compiled back in 2016 so it's not as up to date as we would like but quarterbacks against teams scoring 21 points or more uh, we there were some really interesting numbers here for example Tom Brady uh, 106 games against teams scoring 21 points or more, his win percentage, percentage is only 56%. Uh, this one blew me away. Peyton Manning, what do you think his win percentage is against teams scoring 21 points or more? 
Is this part of your quiz? Nope. <laughs> nope. I just thought it was. It just blew my mind. It blew I my mind because it shows to me how how important defense actually is. Sixty percent. Forty-four percent. Oh wow. Okay. He lost more games than he won against teams scoring twenty-one points or more. What do you think Brett Favre's numbers are against teams scoring twenty-one points or more? Um, we're, we're trending towards the forty-four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 36 percent yeah, wow. yeah i would have said 39 yeah <laughs> john elway 39 percent joe wow. montana 50 percent yeah randall cunningham 44 percent and franny <laughs> what do you think aaron Rodgers record back in 2000 because you love aaron Rodgers. he's a great quarterback yes. uh well his numbers against teams scoring 21 points or more is only 47 that's pretty good, though. I mean, that's better. It's than, almost fifty-fifty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you it just I, you would have. I mean, personally, I don't know how you guys feel. I mean, I would have thought players like Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers would have had better numbers against teams scoring twenty-one points or more because that's their stick, right? You're down by twenty-four points. You mm-hmm. should win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tony Romo, forty percent. Uh, Philip Rivers, thirty-nine percent. And, uh, well, what do you think Ben Roethlisberger's numbers are? It must be high since you're teams. bringing up his I name. I have to bring it up. I have to bring it up. It's probably 52. like, yeah. it's actually not, 36% Ooh. against teams scoring 21 you brought that up. points or more. I mean, I just thought it was a really interesting stat uh, because I think it, it, it shows the converse of what folks are saying about defense is not being important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you can hold a team – under 21 points, it, I mean, your chances of winning, regardless of what quarterback you have, appear to be uh, increased significantly. I mean, just to see Tom Brady at 56%. And he's the highest. Yeah, really, there aren't even any other quarterbacks that are close. Well, are you saying 56 or 66? 50, 56%. Wow. I mean, in the modern era, there's nobody that's even close to him. That's pretty uh, good. You know, I mean, you got Norm Van Brocklin at 47%. What about Case Keenum? <laughs> Case Keenum is not on this list. He's not on this list. But Kirk but, Cousins. But better than better than Roethlisberger, you got Ken Stabler, Y.A. Tittle, uh, you know, Joe Theismann was better than Ben Roethlisberger. Jim Kelly was worse. Jim Kelly was only 34%. Uh, wow. Yeah, I just thought it was a, a little bit of an interesting statistic, but Franny and Sonia's eyes are glazing over, so yeah. I will move on That's from this. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting, Ben. Pretty cool. Pretty Ben's cool. vanity project. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was an interesting stat. I mean, it, it, so many quarterbacks that you would think would have at least a 500 record against teams scoring 21 points or more, and they're not even close. It's a team game. It's a team game. It is a team game. All right, next up in NFL news. Uh, we have another little interesting tidbit. Uh, Jim Ursay finally did something smart. Uh, Jim Ursay, this is a, I just thought this was interesting. Uh, Jim Ursay this week paid $3.975 million for a guitar played by uh, David Gilmore of Pink Floyd. Wow. Uh, pretty amazing uh, amount of money to pay for a guitar. I think it was a 1969 Fender Stratocaster known as the Black Strat. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when he played um, the guitar. I think it was probably on the wall 
tour. Uh, but Gilmore, David Gilmore, who is the guitarist for Pink Floyd and later the lead singer of Pink Floyd, uh, announced Wednesday that he's donating all of the proceeds from this uh, to Client Earth, an environmental law organization with an announced mission of fighting climate change. That's uh, so Jim Ursay, I just, I didn't, Jim Ursay did not strike me as a big Pink Floyd fan, although this might, uh, you know, might explain driving around in the middle of the night with 40 bottles of Oxycontin. He might have been listening to Dark Side of the Moon in there. That's pretty cool. Uh, so he's just like Good for him. pulled off on the side of the road listening to a little bit, a uh, little bit of uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit uh, of information. Uh, so uh, that about wraps up our NFL news. Uh, just give you a little quick housekeeping. If you'd like to leave a message for us, you can contact us at on Instagram at Thirstan and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 818-350-2680. Please be aware that we may use your voicemail on the air. You can email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening to the show and bearing with us through our NFL news interrupted sporadically by uh, <laughs> a very, very anxious dog. Uh, so thank you all so much. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our signature shot of the week. We have our shot of the week. Hold tight, everybody. Fade out. Never gets old, it Ben. Never gets I say old. that every week, but it's true. Well, that was my uh, thirty-one. Uh, no, not thirty-one times. We've heard it quite a few times. Yes, three hundred seventy-five <laughs> Thurston Gold fans can't be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so. so thank you all so much. Uh, what is the shot of the week, Friday? The shot of the week, Ben. It Sonya actually named the shot this week. It is the Vodquarium. Yeah. That was very uh, clever, Sonia. Very clever. You like um, you know, Pinterest is excellent. <laughs> you know, I'm inspired so. by all the shots that they have on there and going forward. I'm sure I'll be looking at Pinterest quite often when I come up with these shots. But you know, there's there's no holiday this week, but it's the first weekend of summer and I figured, you know, water, beach, fish, sand <laughs> <laughs> aquarium. You know, why not? So anyways, these uh shots are supposed to look like little aquariums. Um they were concocted with uh nerds of various colors. Uh also with uh Malibu coconut rum, a little bit of triple sec and uh that UV blue uh was it blueberry? 
vodka. It's a bluish yeah, in yeah, color, yeah. but it gives it a nice little blue hue. And it was topped off with uh, it was garnished, I guess, if you want to call it a garnish, with a Swedish fish. It was it was an organic Swedish it was, <laughs> fish. Yeah, it was organic. I'm fact. not sure how Swedish fish is actually taste, but it was not that great. I actually ate that little fish that was on top. It was yeah, a little, yeah. It was too chewy. Um, <laughs> but let's try this shot, and and uh, I would suggest maybe not drinking the nerds down with it because yeah, yeah, you know yeah. you might choke. But definitely check this out on Instagram. As well as Twitter, this is an amazing looking shot. It looks nice. Let's give it a. Sonia's uh, a little brown now. Sonia makes it, it out. Kind of looks yeah, like the bird took a jump. Franny and I ate our fish. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> very good. Wow. Oh, I got a couple of nerds. That's very sweet. Right That's really good. Yeah, very sweet, but also has a little bit of a tang. You can taste the alcohol in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's really good. That's actually uh, one of Damn the tastier it. shots. Yeah, that we've had. You can taste the nerd. Especially you can taste the vodka. You can taste after last yeah, week's yeah. disgusting shot. Oh my god, that yeah, one. the tequila with uh, the tapatio. <laughs> that that was that not was very horrible. good. But this one, this one's delicious. Actually, none of the flavors drown out any of the other flavors. Yeah, no, it was really good. Well balanced. Yeah, none of them. Are, none of them are overwhelmed. Well balanced shot. Yeah, look for this on Instagram. I mean, he has a really good photo mm-hmm. of this on Instagram. Franny, you know, you 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 every raise week. the bar every week. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, last week we had the dirty thirty. Before that, we had the orange you glad it summer shot. Before that, the radiation poisoning shot. That one was uh, disgusting. Yeah, just to name uh, the last three or four shots that we have had on the show, and each one of these is concocted as an original every single week in our kitchen from scratch. Uh, yeah, these are really, really well done shots. So thank you so much, Franny. The song, you deserve the song. The aftertaste is very good, oh, too. it's beautiful. Yeah. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have Would You Rather, something that me and Sonia have no idea. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> so this is a shout out to game shows of the past. Uh, so I am going to give you each two Players, and you are going to have to pick which of the two players, if you had your choice, would be on your team. Okay. Uh, many of these players are from your teams, as you can probably oh. guess. Uh, so I will give you names of comparable or somewhat comparable players, and I expect you to honestly tell the listeners <laughs> which player of these two players you want on your team. Okay. All right. First up. Le'Veon Bell or David Johnson? I thought you were going to say David Akers for a second there. <laughs> I'll take Akers. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Ben. I would take Le'Veon Bell on my team. Me too. Oh, David Johnson said he's going to be the best running back in the league this year. I'm sure he said the same thing last year. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. Le'Veon Bell wins battle number one. Yeah, that was easy. If Next we had one up, more person, it would probably be a little bit better. Ben, who who would you take, though? Oh, I would take Le'Veon I, Bell. Would you really? Yeah, I, yeah you have to. You have well, to. After all that shit talking. I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Shocked. You said. I, I've already said nice things. You about You just don't Le'Veon want to take Bell. a shot. Yeah, I don't. Well, Schlevo. I'm sure we'll get we'll get something about Le'Veon it's Bell or, or Antonio Brown in this show at some. We'll point. squeeze it in there. Probably Antonio Brown. <laughs> uh, next up on the list, Carson Wentz uh-huh. or Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I don't even think about that one, man. I don't Aaron care. Rogers. I'm an Eagles fan. Aaron really. Rogers. Aaron Rodgers has proven so far that he can win a Super Bowl. 
He has he has <laughs> won a Super Bowl, yes, and he's been yes. to the playoffs a if couple he had, of times. If he had the same team that the Eagles had with their good defense and uh, you know decent receivers, good running game, I'm sure he probably would have won another Super Bowl. Uh, Carson once, like I said, you know, he took us to the doorstep. Foles walked us through. Who knows what would have happened if Carson once had played in the playoffs? Interesting, interesting. All right, next up, Russell Wilson. Or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, come on. Russell Wilson. Oh, the first diverge. <laughs> every, oh. I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers every single time. You can throw out any, any quarterback. I'll pick Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. All right. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Ben Roethlisberger's stats are better. Uh, next up, Bobby Wagner or Khalil Mack? Hmm. That one's tough. I would say Wagner has proven more in this league than Khalil Mack has. I mean, he completely turned around that Chicago defense, but Bobby Wagner, he's proven uh, that he's uh, he's a champion. I mean, obviously he has a better team too, but well, stati- yeah, statistically he's a better linebacker. Yeah. But what do you, what say you, Sonia? Bobby Wagner or the most the highest paid linebacker in the league? I'll go with Bobby. just because you're the highest paid. Bobby. Player. All right, <laughs> yeah. Bobby, Wagner. Bobby Wagner. All right, here we go. Al Sean Jeffrey. Oh. <laughs> Or Keenan Allen? You know, that's a pretty good comparison right there. I tried to work on these. I, I studied this. I'll take Alshon. Ooh, Alshon, Butterfingers, Jeffrey. Uh, that's, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> 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 he was injured. He was injured in that I know, game. I still I know, feel bad for him. I know. But, uh, you know, I, I I love me some Alshon Jeffrey, but Keenan Allen, when he's healthy, I think he he's, he's one of the better receivers in the league. I would take Keenan Allen. Ooh. I'm sorry. Interesting. It's on. You taking Alshon. I do. Alshon. All right. Next up, Julio Jones. Oh yeah. Or DeAndre Hopkins. Oh DeAndre. Ooh, you were very quick to pick. Yeah. Uh, I think I, th- I think DeAndre right now is is he's a little younger. When he's healthy, he's the best receiver. I'll take like. Julio. Ooh, I would take Julio too. On and I know Julio's getting to be on the wrong side of thirty there, but yeah, I mean, I know. he is still but a who, beast. The thing is, DeAndre Hopkins has never had the best quarterback throwing him the ball. I mean, he's had Deshaun Deshaun Watson the last well the last season, but the season before that, Deshaun Watson got injured. But uh, you know, Julio Jones has Matty Ice over there throwing the football, a slightly better quarterback. You know, DeAndre Hopkins plays amazing with little help on the quarterback side. Interesting. I mean, he had, he Interesting. Had, I would take Julio. Brock Osweiler as his quarterback and he was doing well, man. Well, yeah, quarterback, quarterback. <laughs> uh yeah, I would take Julio in that in that uh in that one. Uh next up, JJ Watt or TJ Watt. JJ. Battle of the Brothers. JJ. JJ can't stay on the field Watt against TJ. I'll take TJ. Oh, thank you, Sonia. <laughs> Steelers against the Texans. Exactly. Yeah, the Texans. Oh, he's on the... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, the Texans are a hot mess. Uh, it's starting to change your mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, Tyler Lockett or Cooper Cup? Oh. I know they're different kinds of receivers, but I, I same like division. It. You know who I'm going to choose, so it doesn't matter. I would say Tyler also. Ooh, t- uh, over Cooper Cup. Yeah, man. Widely considered one of the better receivers in the entire league, if not... The best receiver in the AFC, but is he a nice guy? He runs routes supposedly pretty well, you know. But we'll Tyler Lockett, man, interesting. Tyler Lockett. I mean, if you mentioned Tyler Lockett and Andre Hopkins, I'd say Tyler Lockett only because he was so awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he gave Sonya <laughs> exactly a secret uh, message. Exactly. All right. Next up, Eagle Jordan Howard or James Connor. Hmm. Connor. 
Ooh, Steelers. Thank you, Sonia. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I don't. I don't like the either. Don't I don't. I, I seriously, money. I don't like either one of those of those running backs. I mean, I know obviously Jordan is on the the Eagles now, but I never liked him in Chicago. So I, I, we'll see what happens this year. But uh, that's a tough one. I mean, if I, Connor. All Honestly, right, Connor. Connor in the house. Next up, Julio Jones or Michael Thomas. Julio. Julio. Oh, reverse course. All right. Uh, next up. Oh, this one. I, I want to hear Sonia's answer and Franny's answer to this one. Drew Brees or Matt Ryan? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, oh Franny has a little bit of a man crush on uh, Matt Ryan there. I said Drew Brees. He said Drew Brees. Uh, well, yeah, I know. That's why I'm surprised <laughs> you said Drew Brees. <laughs> Well, he's not. He's, he's just available whenever you know our fantasy draft round of the fantasy. rolls around. You know, I pick him up all the time. But it doesn't mean he's like the greatest quarterback. He I think did Drew really Brees. well for me that one year I did fantasy. Yeah, and he did. He did well for me one season. Better than the year you took uh, Antonio Gates as your number one pick. <laughs> that, uh, that wasn't Sonya's fault. That's that was, true. That was, was an auto, draft, but still, it was on auto, auto draft. draft. Sonya wasn't Thanks. around for that. So, Thanks. all right. Next up, more running backs: Alvin Kamara or Le'Veon Bell. Alvin. Oh, another reverse course. Throwing Le'Veon Bell on the scrap heap. Yeah, Alvin, Alvin Kamara's just, he's, he's better out of the backfield catching the ball. He's up and coming. Yeah, that's true. Well, he's, 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 he's come. Yeah. He's, he's, he's here. Uh, next up, Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey? Ooh, that's oh, a tough come one. On. Uh, that was my favorite one on this whole list, actually. I'll say that is, that is that is a tough one. I mean, they're both very good tight ends. Ertz I mean, so that, I mean, I mean, I I I have to choose Zach Ertz because I'm an Eagles fan. I mean, I know I didn't choose Jordan Howard, but Zach Ertz, we drafted him. He's our guy, and uh, Zach Ertz. All right, Sonia Ertz. Ertz, yes, that's going to be. I mean, that's going to be in it in an intense uh, tight end tan, tandem. With Goddard, I mean that is going to mm-hmm. be. I mean, if they're in twelve personnel, they're going to do some damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Carson Wentz, <laughs> oh lord, or Matt Ryan. Oh, mm. that's a tough one. That's that's actually Matt Ryan. that's a tough one. I would say in that situation, I would take Carson Wentz. Ooh, another reverse. I see. Yeah. I love this game. All right, last <laughs> one. Last one. Uh, I know who Frane is going to pick here. Aaron Rodgers. I know. No, it's not Aaron <laughs> Rodgers again. Uh, I know who uh, Frane is going to pick. Russell Wilson or finishing up big here or Patrick Mahomes? Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Russell Wilson all day long. I won't hate you. <laughs> you know, I, I actually, Russell Wilson, I'm going to choose Russell Wilson only because he's really? proven. Yeah, he, he, he's proven in this league that he can be a success Whereas Mahomes, he's only played one season so far. So I don't know what to expect from him going forward. Ask us the same question after the season. Yeah. Uh, well, then that wouldn't be any fun. Yeah. Uh, but you guys want to uh, – I, I have another list of names, but we'll do those uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But what would you think of the uh, – I liked rather? it, Ben. Yeah. Any, those anytime, are some tough ones. Yeah, I was trying to find people that were sort of comparable, even though they might not be the same age or play exactly the same. Aaron Rodgers is compared to anybody. If Aaron Rodgers is on there, I choose Aaron. Well, Rodgers. I thought I would get. I thought I would get you on one of those Rodgers. I can't remember. I mean, I thought was it Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers? No. Yeah, it was Russell or Aaron, and you took Aaron oh, Rodgers yeah. over Russell yeah. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T- ah. 
Who would you take, Roethlisberger or Matt Ryan? Roethlisberger. Ooh, really? Sonia? Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> would you take, uh, let's see, would you take Brock Osweiler or Ben Roethlisberger? Osweiler. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she cannot be trusted when it comes to Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our tag team news, Ooh. our thirst and goal tag news. news. Sonia is yeah. a huge Seahawks fan. Ben, Steelers, and myself, I'm an Eagles fan. Absolutely. Who would you like to cover first? Not much news, sort of just yeah, one not much, right? One little bit of news about each team. It's not even really news. Start with the Seahawks. Uh, oh, Seahawks. C.J. Procise. Seattle Seahawks running back C.J. Procise is facing an uphill battle, not just to get touches, but to make the team at all, according to Andrew Ortenberg of ClutchPoints.com. Uh, in his latest projection, Bob Kandata of the Seattle Times thinks Procise will end up getting cut entirely. Uh if that happens, it'll finish off a remarkably quick rise and fall for Procise in Seattle. The Notre Dame product entered the league as a third-round pick in 2016 and made an immediate splash as a rookie. I had him on my fantasy team. Uh, he had a couple of monster games and was immediately hyped up as the next great Seahawks running back. A, frac a fractured scapula quickly ended his rookie campaign, and he hasn't been able to stay healthy since. Uh, things have, you know, essentially passed him by, and he now appears to be the odd man out in the backfield. Uh, you know, precise, Procise's injury history, said Kandata, can't be ignored and obviously has to stay healthy to make the team. Uh, you know, the Seattle Seahawks, they've got a little bit of... You know, a little bit of an issue there in their backfield. They've got Carson, they've got Penny, and they've got um, Carson, Penny, and McKissick with Homer Travis or Travis Homer and Marcellia Sutton uh, on the longer, the 91 man roster. But it looks like Procise is out and McKissick is in after Procise made a pretty big splash coming into the league. Sonia, what say you about losing your 90 pound running back? <laughs> Wait, are you saying that they made the decision today? Because as of what yesterday or the day before, they were still. No, there's no decision, but it. I mean, it's it's looking more like uh, Procise is going to be the odd man out and be looking for a job. Um, That's too bad. I mean, when camp. when he's when he's healthy, he's really really good. But I mean, McKissick, he could be a really good backup to uh, Lockett. You know, he he does well on special teams, and then there's. You know, Carson and Penny, um, you know, it's sad. It's sad. And then we picked up a couple of uh, guys during the draft. I think there's two of them that, that yeah. definitely are going to go ahead and get the spot. So, you know, I'll be sad to, to see him go. I think um, even during training camp or whatever it was, he pulled a hamstring or something like that. So he's hurt now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's too bad because I had yeah. him on my fantasy team. I, was, I really had... High hopes uh, for Procise because with Lynch gone, I was really, really hoping that the Seahawks would get themselves another solid, uh, you know, bell cow back in there that could, that could, you know, you know, swallow up a lot of carries. We've got the dog back on the table again, <laughs> um, but and it's too bad. Because, I mean, obviously, I like Carson a lot. I mean, I think Carson and Penny are going to 
uh, you know, be a very, very powerful one-two punch for Seattle next year. Uh, they will also uh, lean heavily on their tight ends to block for both of them. Uh, I just think it's it's sad. I mean, he'll find a he'll find a team uh, for sure. But uh, I just think it's it, he really had a lot of potential, and it's sad to see him go. If he goes, if yeah. he goes, oh, we'll see this next couple of weeks. Franny, what say you? Uh, I have a dog in my lap. He's not very big, but he's kind of heavy. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's he's heavier than he looks. I'll tell yeah, you oh what. yeah, yeah. Oh we'll, yeah. He's, we'll post a picture of he's our, a chunky little guy of our, of our little guy here. He's but the, he has uh, hops. But those the, the other running backs that you mentioned, I think, are better than yeah. CJ Pro size, and I think the Seahawks are making a wise decision in moving forward and, and moving on from him. All righty. What do we want to cover next? Eagles. Steel- oh, Eagles. A uh, little tidbit of Eagles news. Uh, Joe Douglas, prior or uh, former vice president president of player personnel for the Philadelphia Eagles, the now general manager of the New York Jets, told Sports Illustrated this week, <laughs> I really feel like that franchise, that football team, the Philadelphia Eagles, they're firing on all cylinders. Uh, it's it's as deep of a team as I've ever seen there, and that's including the 2017 Super Bowl team. There's a lot of good going on there, and so it was a really, really tough decision to leave. Uh, so Joe Douglas, even with the New York Jets, is parroting what I've been saying on this podcast for many, 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 many weeks now. The Eagles are stacked from top yep. to bottom. And anybody he, and he's everybody, just, he's taking credit for the team he sort of put together there. So, he, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, they're 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 a deep team. We'll see what happens this season. Um, but uh, uh, I don't I don't know exactly about his words there. Yeah, Friday has a hard time saying nice things about Eagles when well, they no, leave just, the Eagles. I mean, he's he, I mean, he's he, you think he's trying to you think he's trying to puff himself up there saying I, I essentially so. if, if the Jets so. suck and the Eagles win the Super Bowl, like give me yeah. another year or two. Cause Ex- see what look at what I put together over there. I think that's exactly what it is. Oh, conspiracy theorist. I mean, usually <laughs> I'm the conspiracy theorist. Uh, Sonia, what say you about Joe Douglas thinking that the Eagles have as stacked a team as the 17 uh, Super Bowl winners? And they will. I mean, God willing, uh, Carson Wentz will be healthy this year all year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm just here, so I won't get fined. <laughs> no, I did. I did read that same article, and, and I wasn't hyped about. It. I was, you know, I didn't think like, oh my god, the Eagles are amazing. I just figured, you know, he's he's um, you know, he's giving himself credit basically, you know, for putting that team together. I'm not sure, you know, how much of it he actually put together, but you know, like you said, he's. He's trying to puff up his own feathers. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd be interested to see how, how Roseman does with... Uh, so who is he or was he? He was the vice president of player personnel yeah. for the Eagles. Was. Yeah, was. yeah he was. Yeah. Yeah. Operative yeah. word uh, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so big deal. And they brought somebody else in, I think, to take his place. His his assistant, yeah. basically, at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, we'll see how what Roseman does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as long as... Well, he's been it, doing really well. Well, so. I mean, he, I said earlier... I mean, I he, mean, Roseman does an excellent job putting these contracts together yeah. and squeezing yes. these guys in. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if he has that that same sort of guy in in New York that can yeah, help I don't him think about so. you know the, the business part. And the Jets are a little bit behind the, the curve part. when it comes to analytics. I mean, the Eagles have been ahead of the curve for years now on studying analytics and using it in terms of their their drafts as well as their play calling. Uh, so I think that'll play into it as well. Last up, the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Uh, just a little news on Sonya's favorite player of all time. Big Ben Roethlisberger. What, he whined enough? Both his players left, and now he has no, a nice, he's being, tidy home. he's being positive. <laughs> The Steelers' <laughs> off, the off the Steelers' off season drama is behind them, yeah. and everyone, including Big Ben Roethlisberger, can take a deep sigh of relief, a deep breath, and simply look back, uh, look forward to pure football, relatively free of distraction. Mike Pershak of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette reported: Antonio Brown is in Oakland, and Le'Veon Bell is now with the Jets and making nine one one calls. Uh, so Roethlisberger <laughs> said this week. You know, it's been a little crazy over the last few years, maybe more so than usual, more so than we're used to dealing with. Uh, So it's kind of nice to get back to quote unquote normalcy. Uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited about what we have. You know, we put a lot of work in and that's what it's going to take. It's going to take a team effort and we're all going to give everything we have and see where it goes. We can't predict the future, but we can predict we're going to give everything we have to win. Uh, I just think it's it's nice to see sort of Roethlisberger for all his problems, Sonia, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> sort of out underneath you know out from underneath <laughs> the bus tires. Uh, you know, in June he took a lot of shit earlier in the year uh, from former players as well as the news media. Uh, a lot of drama last year. A lot of drama even. This year in the off season, it's just nice to see the Steelers get back to some sort of, some sort of normalcy. What do you think, Franny? Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it normalcy if you're commenting on the drama of the past because you're bringing attention back to the team again. So it's better just to keep your mouth shut and be quiet oh, instead of out. exactly. It's I like can't get a break, man. No, no, I'm saying like if if there's no drama, then you shouldn't be talking. If there, if if you're talking, that means there is drama. You know, I mean, you're you're creating more controversy right, than there should right. be. It was a little, it's a little passive aggressive. Yeah, well, I know, yes. but I'm, exactly, but, yes. but you know, just be quiet and yeah. go about your business. I'm sure, his podcast is full of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does. He has or a his radio, radio show. He has a radio show. I, I think radio. It's a radio he's, show. Sorry, he not hasn't a been on the radio lately. Uh, but but it is nice. But just don't mention anything. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully, hopefully. You know, let's put that behind us. But I'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I mean, hopefully, we'll, yeah. We'll, the Steelers are moving on to a, a, a more sort of calm. Uh, you know, group in the locker room where they can concentrate on winning games and and not talk and about not it. talking about <laughs> it um, because he's you know he's probably you know one of the top two or three quarterbacks in the league and he's got a couple years left. Wait, what? Uh, top what? what? Oh, Rod- yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, do you see what? Let me, I mean, wait, do you see what Antonio Brown does this with with a scrub throwing him the the, <laughs> the ball? This year, as as opposed to Ben Roethlisberger slinging that thing all over the place, I pray we'll see. to God. I mean, I pray to God. Oh wait, wait, wait. Does, he, does does Ben deserve a shot for that? No. Is that is that? Well, I told you, is Brown, that negative? No. Uh, Sonia, what do you he's think? gonna suck. He's gonna suck. Oh, I that, that, I that, you, that right there. I that bet you. put you over the top, Ben. Uh, we right, had well, our we had tell... our agreements that if you say anything negative about Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell. Sonia, if you say anything negative about the Rams or anybody in your division, and if I say anything about uh, the Dallas Cowboys, if I say anything negative... Wait, wait, wait. Why uh, why me, Rams, and anybody else in my division, and you guys just have one single team? You guys wrote because the contract. You, 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 well, you barely you say wrote anything the contract. negative. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, so we have to add more people oh, okay. to, uh, your, to the plate. Yeah, yeah, so, that's fair. I mean, I mean, I mean for Antonio me and Ben Brown. to say something negative about, you know, the Dallas Cowboys or Antonio, I mean, it happens like every single show. Yeah, I mean, I'd be shocked, shocked if Antonio Brown ends up, you know, in the top fifteen 
in receiving yards this coming year. I would be shocked. I don't think he'll have – I think there'll be 10 receivers in the AFC with more yards than he has. I think they'll probably be 8 to 10 more than – you know, I think they'll be 8 to 10 more with more touchdowns. All right. So, Ben, uh, there's your shot. I just poured it for you. Here we go. Cheers. You're the only one drinking. I didn't say anything negative. Oh, God, that's gross. What would you say about the Rams, Sonia? <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's rough. But it was, it was chilled this time. Yeah, it this was chilled. It was, it was it's actually chilled. better chilled. So it's I can't not believe as I'm saying that. bad. Oh, yeah, when it's lukewarm. What? <laughs> oh, that's rough. We should put it in the microwave. Ew. <laughs> All right, prove me wrong, Antonio. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. All right, what's next up on the big board, Franny? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our scotch taste test. For the last uh, five weeks, we've been uh, collecting uh, scotches aged between 10 and 12 years. And finally, we have our scotch taste test. All right. Hold tight, everybody. And uh, now we're going to move into the stadium, as we usually do for our taste (laughs) test. There's the crowd. They're going wild. And let's go to our ringside announcer, who sounds a lot like me. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our sixth Thirst and Gold Taste Test. Tonight's contestants are all moderately priced scotches aged between 10 and 12 years. Our professional panel of tried, true, and tested taste testers will tantalize and titillate their taste buds (laughs) with this terrific and tremendous offering of scotches. Let's introduce our competitors. First up, from the Highlands out of Tain, Ross Shire, Scotland, and boasting the tallest stills in Scotland, and currently owned by Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy, and aged 10 years, we have Glenn Morangi Original. That's a good one. Sonia thought so. <laughs> Next up, a scotch sourced from the Speyside and bottled by Ian McLeod Distillers in Broxburn, Scotland. The 12-year-old Schildag. Schildag. Our third competitor of the evening, also from the Speyside region of Scotland, located near Ballandaloc in Moray, Scotland, and currently owned by Pernod Richard, from the Glen Livet Distillery, we have the Glen Livet 12-year Double Oak. I like that one. Oh, that's a good one. Sonia was also a big fan of that one. Yeah, we'll see. Our fourth <laughs> There's no Jim Beam. combatant of the evening is one of eight single malt scotch whiskeys made to commemorate the eighth and final season of Game of Thrones. Sourced from the space side from the Cardhue Distillery, we have the Game of Thrones House Targaryen. Single malt scotch. Boom. And last, but definitely not least, also out of the Speyside region, located in Elgin Moray, Scotland, and produced by Glen Moray Distillery, we have the Glen Moray 12 year. Let's get ready to taste test. <laughs> <laughs> I was fading out right there like that. All right. Oh, Lord. Hold tight, everybody. So we'll be back with the results. Before before we, oh, before we, do before the we head out, who do you guys think will come out on top? 
And there's no Jim Beam, by the way. There's no Jim Beam scotch, unfortunately for you, Sonia. But who do you think, <laughs> out of the ones that I just mentioned, if you were listening? One of the, gl- <laughs> one of the Glens. <laughs> one of the Glens. Glen to Glen. There's like three Glens. I'm thinking Glen Moray. I think Glen Moray, I think Glen Moray. was my favorite of yeah. them all. It was the smoothest. Sonia, you like the Glen Livet and the Glen Morangi, so we'll see where... Uh, I think it'll be Glen Moray or Glen Levitt. Glen Levitt. And we are back. That was another fun taste test, our sixth taste test overall. And Sonia, you have the results from yes, the I taste do. test. And yes, they're, I do. they're pretty surprising. Very surprising. Apparently, these boys are sitting in the midst of, of Greatness. royalty here. Greatness is even better, man. So we, we did our tasting, and I was last up. And um, I'll tell you who got third place. Third place, we had the Sheldig. Apparently, uh, both Ben and myself uh, chose Sheldig as one of our favorites. Uh, it was Ben's third, my second. And then in second place, we have Glenn Moray. Apparently, Ben and Frana were in cahoots because they chose Glenn Moray <laughs> as their number two. And winning in first place is that wonderful Game of Thrones. Uh, the card hue. The card Gold hue. reserve. Yes. Um, uh, House Targaryen. Yes, yes. I chose it as my third, and both Ben and Franet picked it as their first. However, yes. I do need to throw in that I was the only one who chose Glenlivet. We called it before, <laughs> and, and Sonia, you, you, it was you my did number one. that as your so number one. I am the one with the most sophisticated taste buds. Yeah, so. I was well, shocked. I was actually shocked. <laughs> that no, I, was, I was shocked that the card you won. I mean, both yeah. me and you chose yeah. it, Ben. yeah. I didn't expect it. I mean, I, I I don't think I was a huge fan of it when we tasted a few weeks ago. Yeah, neither was I. Yeah, but I have on video the two of you nodding your head as you're sipping it. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Though, right? And we'll I mean, post those definitely. <laughs> I mean, when you taste these in comparison to other uh, selections, I mean, it's shocking how different they can be and how different your perspective is when you compare them to others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that cool. was that was Shocked. one of that was the only scotch of the five that we had that what it didn't have an age on it. When I mean, we sort of guessed that, I mean, it has to be aged at least, at least three. three years. Um, so I'm not sure exactly how long it was aged, but Ben, I guess it doesn't matter for me and you. I mean, we we chose. <laughs> we don't it. care. <laughs> give us the As, give us the three. <laughs> it was just three smooth. years in one day. It was smooth and easy to drink, and actually, all all of them tasted very similar after a while. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I wow. mean, the 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 bourbons that we tried, the rise that we tried. I mean, they had a sort of uh, a distinct flavor to yeah. each each one, whereas these were almost very similar across the board. Yeah, I mean, I prefer the the rye number one, the bourbon number two, and now and and the scotch is probably my third. Uh, if I had a, a scotch, a rye, and a bourbon in front of me, I would take the rye first, the bourbon second, and the scotch third. But so far, we have in fact done. Uh, we've tasted five. Bourbons, five ryes, and five scotches thus far. I mean, pretty That's impressive stuff. Bottles, <laughs> yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus an armagnac yeah. and a cognac, which eventually uh-huh. we'll get to a taste test. And and all moderately priced. I mean, we're not trying to to put everybody in the poorhouse here. I mean, we we yeah, these are tr- not fifteen and eighteen and yeah. twenty. I mean, these are <laughs> plus year old bottles. You know, yes. scotch but and bourbon. But we welcome them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anybody that wants to offer us yes, one. Right. If you're That's listening right. out there, we'll if you are a distillery right. a down in beautiful Kentucky, please feel free to send us whatever you have. Uh, we will taste it on the show and give our honest opinion. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun, as right. always, yeah, for yeah. the taste test. Absolutely. 
Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, I am so excited. Oh, this is exciting stuff, everybody. Yes, it is. It's our home brew, and we're going to give it oh, a shot. I mean, we're going to try it. We're going to give it a taste, and hopefully, we waited a week since we bottled it. Yeah. yeah so yeah, hopefully, yeah. it'll have enough carbonation, and for everybody listening, this is our first time actually tasting yes. this beer. We have not tried it on the show just yet. The bottle is still sealed. Yeah, we're going to grab it out of the cooler right now, and we are going to give it a taste. Hold tight, everybody. All right, so we've opened up our very first beer, and we've poured it. Sonny's looking at it. <laughs> you know, it looks, the color looks nice. Not that many bubbles, though. Maybe we need to wait one more week yeah, probably. for the carbonation. We'll Couldn't see. wait. Yeah. But, Ben. All right, let's do it, baby. Go ahead. Try All right, it. here we go. Try it there. Oh, that's good. It's very good. All right. uh, it does need more carbonation, for sure. Uh, but it's a, it's. I can imagine in medieval times this would definitely be something people would drink yeah the flavor is actually really it's really good actually the, the flavor is good if it had a little bit more carbonation it would be a lot better Got to run um, through the soda stream so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i mean we still have some bottles that are you know carbonating right yeah, now yeah. They're, they're they're just kind of sitting there sealed yeah, and yeah. uh you know this is our first try we'll give it another shot next week but we'll we'll finish this off. I mean, it's it's uh, it definitely has that IPA flavor. Oh, it's for very sure. refreshing. Um, Sonia, do you want to give it a shot? No. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, yeah, you got to try it. I think you should. It's All got right. little notes of you can. It's I, almost like uh, you can taste the citrus. Yeah. Let yeah. me citrus move the microphone. Yeah. It's good. You know, you you guys yeah, almost it, have it. It's got there. a little bit yeah. of citrus, a right? Little, I mean, it's, it's, it needs it's, a carbonation. It's, it's, for it needs sure. a carbonation. That's I mean, but even if it doesn't get the carbonation, even like this, it actually tastes pretty the freaking good. The flavor is really good. It's so it's it's so fresh. It's fresh. It's refreshing. That's from Club Soda, you'll have some yeah. carbonation. <laughs> yeah, we should. If we had a soda stream machine, I'm not sure if you can just carbonate whatever the hell you want. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think the flavor is really good. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it has it's, the citrus. It's a light it has the hops. You can taste IPA. Yeah. Definitely um, some citrusy notes coming through. Um, a little bit of grapefruit, also. That's pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say grapefruit. I'm very yeah. shocked. It's very oh, good. Sh- uh, uh, <laughs> I am shocked you were successful in your attempt to brew beer. <laughs> uh, but you know, this is, this is you know we're trying it for the first time this week, and uh, you know in the instructions it says to wait at least a week or two weeks, and maybe we need another week, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll try it again next week. But uh, you know, I, I the flavor is. Exceptional. Better than I expected. Um, you know, me and Ben tried the residuals last week when we were bottling whatever was left over in the bucket. We tried that and it tasted very good. And this tastes even better because it is chilled, it's cold, and it tastes very good. Very good. Yeah. Good All right. Job. What's next up on the big board, Franny? Next up on the big board, Ben, we are going to have our signature beer of the week. We are going to have our beer it's not our own of beer. the week. It's not the <laughs> beer that we brewed, although we did give you a little. Update on the beer that we brewed. We are tasting El Segundo Hammerland Double IPA out of beautiful El Segundo, California. This is a Hammerland. It is wonderful, allegedly. Uh, it has a taste and notes of pine 
grapefruit, and melon. Uh, this is a local brewery. We have been tasting a lot of beers from around the world. We've been to to Poland, to Philippines, to um, France, uh, to Mexico, to France, to you know. I think we had one from uh, Iceland. Yes, the Iceland. Uh, we have you know we've been traveling the world in our beer tastes, uh, and here we are. Back in the United States in beautiful California. Uh, so we're going to give this a little bit of a taste and we'll let you know what we think. And let's give this uh, beer a shot, Ben. It is the Elsa. And I love the bottle, Emerald, by the way. It's a beautiful bottle. bottle. Uh, and that's what caught my eye, really. I mean, at, at Total Wine, it's not like it's highly rated from whatever connoisseur magazine. You know, it's not like a 96 or 99 or whatever. Um, it, but the bottle looked great, and I figured, hey, you know, like you said, we've tried so many international beers. Let's give uh, a, a local uh, brewery a shot here. Yeah, it's a little uh, red stripe size yeah, bottle. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Here we go. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Sonia, give it a taste. I did. <laughs> nope. Oh wow, that's really good. I like it. You don't like it? Well, Simon's not a big fan of IPAs. Wow, but, I can, but yeah, I can taste the pine. Yeah. I can taste the My grapefruit. God, yeah. uh, that's actually really. I'm enemy. surprised that it wasn't rated. Yeah, you know, like uh, 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 at least at, at Total Wine. But wow. uh, but it has good reviews online, right, Ben? Yeah, I mean the reviews are great. I mean it's either yeah. five stars. Yeah, yeah. you sound like yeah. me now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it's uh, four point five or five stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, eight point six percent alcohol by volume. There's Doesn't... not a lot of information on the website other than uh, the name of the beer, the notes in the beer, and the alcohol content. Uh, but it's a really, really refreshing IPA mm-hmm. with a nine, almost nine percent um, alcohol by volume, which is a pretty high. Uh, yeah, concentration even for an IPA, and even the color. If you look at it, the color of it is is almost like a pilsner. I mean, it's very yeah. light in color. It doesn't look like that darker sort of uh, brown or like brownish or you know reddish sort of tone to it. It's actually a very light color, and it, it doesn't look like an IPA. Yeah, Sonia, what say you about this Hammerlin Double yeah. IPA? Sonia's not a big fan Way of the IPA. Sonia likes the, the the watered down sort of. Yeah, beer. I do. The, I do. the double IPAs are a little bit more. Bitter. I mean, oh. I I prefer. I mean, this is a but it's not overly bitter. But yeah. I do like that, like that pine, like you just like you yeah, said, yeah. man. It's biting it me in the back of my throat. No, but this is. I mean, this no. is my <laughs> ideal. Are we going through puberty? No, this is, no bro. <laughs> no, bro. This is my ideal summer drinking beer. I mean, yeah. On a raft in the pool. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean no. it's light. No, I don't want to keep on saying that. But it has the flavor and the alcohol. Uh, yeah. But it's not so. Uh, rich that you wouldn't want to sit down and have, uh, you know, several of them. I actually really like it. I, I really like this beer. This is very good. Yeah, I mean, I like it. Tanya does not. I do not. Uh, but that right. is okay. So our thirst and goal rating, Sonia, what would you give this out of ten compared to the other beers that we've tried? I don't know, four, three. Oh mm-hmm. wow, that's pretty All well. right. Yeah. Well, it's so, well, like I it's said, Sonia just doesn't yeah. like the IPAs. I would say Next this is... Next week, we're tasting Bush. <laughs> and Rolling uh, Rock. Globe yes. Ultra. <laughs> no, but I would say this is a 9 out of 10. This uh, is definitely wow. very good. I, yeah. I really like this one. This I is good. I didn't know you were an IPA guy, though. I do like it. I mean, I just like the... I don't like light beers. I like some flavor to my beer. And this one is well-balanced. Like Ben said, it's almost 9% alcohol. Yeah. And it doesn't taste like it. It doesn't look like an IPA, but... 
I mean, the flavors that come, I, yeah, I really like that. It's crisp. It's flavorful. That pine it has, flavor. It, but it also through. has the flavor. Really refreshing. Uh, Very refreshing. Go rip you down a pine cone and you could chew it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. they, have, they have Angel City Brewery. Yeah. I don't know if El Segundo, like yeah. this particular brewery has their own tasting room. They do. If they they did, do. They have a tap room. Okay. Well, I would definitely go in there and, and try it. I mean, I know the the 818 Brewery has one, yeah. but even their IPA is not as good as this IPA. Yeah, we're going to hit the 818. We're going to head down the 105 freeway to El Segundo, and we are going to check this out. Or even Golden Road. We have to look uh, for yeah, the Golden, Golden Road, Road one. Road yeah, Golden Road over in uh, Glendale, yeah. California, another mm-hmm. great brewery. We mm-hmm. are just stocked. I mean, the entire city closes down at 1 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> but we are making beer during the day here in Los Angeles. <laughs> That's why we have to close the city down. There's actually another one right next to the 818 Brewery over here. I forget what the brewery is called, but there's another one right next door, also brewing beer, so... See that? Simon? We'll have to have uh, a podcast. All IPAs, too. That's all they brew. Just we'll, IPAs. <laughs> we'll have to have a podcast from there. Yeah, we should. We should. We have the. We should ask for for, yeah. for uh, permission. We have the interface, the recorder. We are good to go. But, all right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Very good. Next up on the big board, bed, we're going to make some shout-outs to our fellow podcasters. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you all uh, of our fellow podcasters out there for supporting us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, there are a ton of NFL podcasts out there. Uh, and many of them are very good. We just wanted to give a, a, a quick shout-out this week to the NFL Scotland podcast. This is in honor of our Scotch taste this week. This is a great podcast out of Scotland. Uh, broadcasters Paul Mitchell and Cameron Hobbs are joined by a different guest every single week to discuss all things NFL, but from a Scottish point of view. Uh, I, I particularly like their Discussions of the Scottish Hammer, uh, an actual Scottish rugby player who ultimately made his way into the NFL. Uh, This is truly a great show covering all things NFL from a different point of view. You can find them on Apple Podcasts. Look for the link in the show notes or on Twitter at Scotland NFL. This is really, really, really a well-put-together show, a well-produced show, a well-researched show. These guys really know what they're talking about, uh, and I, I look for it on my podcatcher. Uh, typically, I use CastBox or I think Pocket Cast. Yeah, Pocket Cast. Um, but every time one of these pops up in my feed, I am downloading it and listening to it right away. So thank you, Paul. Thank you, Cameron. It's a great great show, and thank you for the interviews and the insights uh, that you provide to your listeners. It's a really Really well put together podcast. So thank you all. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our top five. We had our top five running backs, top five quarterbacks, top five wide receivers the last few weeks. And this week is our top five stadiums that we'd love to visit in the NFL. Wait, we ran out of player. Uh, no, positions. I mean, well, <laughs> just, you know, we do our top five. Li- I mean, this is a segment that we've done, I think, for. It's Much been, of uh, our run, I mean, it, it's. I would say at least maybe ten weeks now, at least. And you know, so, you just know. so our listeners, um, I don't know, get to get to learn a little, little bit about us. Yeah, and, absolutely. And what we're interested in. 
I mean, people want to know about oh, yeah. you, Sonia. Yeah, yeah. They're always asking Absolutely. about Sonia. Yeah. That's right. The emails that I get, Sonia, the, the direct Sonia, messages Sonia. that I get. Yeah. Like, you hey, know, bro, what, this is my know, wife. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> enough with your Seahawk, you know. I, I know. Me but, and my uh, Seahawk. Yeah, this gives you a little bit of an insight into how we think, uh, how Sonia thinks, mind. how Sonia thinks, how <laughs> I think, uh, and what's important to us as, as people. Uh, so it's it's a you know I think it's a great segment. We'll continue to do it. We'll come up with a top five list. It may be television shows. I mean, this uh, off season for the f- past few weeks we've focused on uh, the NFL, but we will shift around from time to time and and do different things. So Sonia, what are your top five NFL stadiums that you'd like to visit that you have not visited? Oh yet? come on, come on. Uh, well, technically, I visited Quest Field up in Seattle back in '04, but uh, it is now CenturyLink, so I need to go back. <laughs> Every time there's a sponsorship, so there was, the dome was over it back then, right? I mean, or, or st- it's it's like a no, I mean, it's, ha- it's 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 sort it's of a like half a half dome. dome but huh. back then, when you visited though, it was a dome stadium yeah. or the non. Oh, so it was it, domed yeah. back then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that stadium looked like crap, but the new one. This one is. The new, one looks, the new one looks really nice. This yeah. one's really nice. And, yeah. you know, and w- it's right across the street from Safe, Safeco, the, the baseball. Yeah, the baseball yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. I would be remiss if we didn't give Paul Allen credit for that. Paul yes. Allen was yeah. Yeah. Uh, the brain Rest trust behind uh, the design of the stadium to funnel the sound yeah. down to the field while still giving the fans uh, a wonderful Son viewing Son is experience. one of the 12th men. That's right. Women. That's right. The 12s. Um, one of the As we 12s. learned on another quiz. That's right. We can't call ourselves the 12th man. <laughs> All right. So CenturyLink, of course. Uh, number four, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing the Mercedes-Benz Superdome over in New Orleans. Boo. Boo yourself. Yeah. Uh, number three, <laughs> I would love to see the New Era Field in Buffalo. Oh, well, thank you yes. for that. Uh, number two, Lambeau. Lambeau. Oh, yeah. Lambeau, the frozen And tundra. number one, Soldier Baby, Soldier Field. Oh, she had Soldier Field number one. I'm Why surprised. do you have Soldier Field wow. number one? It is the oldest field. It's not, it can't be older than Lambeau, is it? I, it's older than Lambeau. Really? So if you notice, my my <clears throat> top three it's been renovated, are three of the oldest fields still being played in. A little insight into... Mm-hmm. And Sonia, yours are some of the oldest fields, and one of my fields, starting with number five, has not been built yet. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh you can't. No, come on. It might, it's behind schedule. Our new stadium here in L.A., uh, the think, Rams and At least it's not the Oakland Chargers. Raiders. Yeah, they're going to have like Prada, Gucci, and... Uh, the Rams. it's not the Raiders' new stadium. No, but that new stadium looks pretty badass. That new L.A. stadium, I don't know who... You know what? What? What name? Right? I don't know what what naming rights they're going to have. I'm not sure exactly what they're going to call it. All of the Americas <laughs> in El, in uh, Inglewood, California. Yeah, whatever it's going to be called. Uh, it looks like a nice stadium. Definitely one day. On paper, I'll visit, right? On paper, it looks very nice. <laughs> so yes. I'll definitely visit that one day. Come in the near the future. Chanel is that outlet. your top? Is that That's your number five? My number five. That's okay. my number five. Uh, number four, Sonia's one of your fields, Lambeau Field, a classic field. Yep. Obviously, you know, I've, I've heard some really good things. Good. Blah, blah, blah. I had too much <laughs> scotch. Jeez. No, but I've heard a lot of good things about Lambeau. Uh, number three, Ben, the home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Heinz Field. It looks like a beautiful field. Uh, it's right there on the three rivers. I mean, it's right there where there's crisscrossing. I mean, it's beautiful. You have a, a nice view Ohio. of the skyline of Pittsburgh there. Same thing. Number two, Century Link, Sonia, your stadium yep. there looks like a beautiful field. Um, also, a very nice view 
of the oh, Seattle yeah. skyline. And number one, what do you guys think my number one is? Obviously, it's going to be Lincoln Financial Field in <laughs> Philadelphia. Oh, he's never I've been there. I've never, never been to Hinesfield. Been there one day. I hope to go there. That's cool. Playing against either the Cowboys or the or the Giants, or maybe in the NFC Championship game this year. Any game. I don't care. <laughs> It'll be the A NFC game. Exactly. It'll be the <laughs> NFC Championship game against the Seattle Seahawks. Oh my Although gosh. the Eagles will be at home. Well, didn't help them in the past. That's Last, true. That's true. However, so many times me and Sonya have watched them together. <laughs> All uh, right, my number five. Where dreams go to die. <laughs> Lambeau Field. <laughs> The so underachieving Aaron Rodgers home field. Number five, Lambeau Field. I want to see uh, all the great quarterbacks that came before Aaron Rodgers. Uh, number four, Soldier Field in Chicago. I cannot believe I lived there for two years and did not go to a single game. Shame on you. Shame on you. I would love to see Soldier Field if not, or if only to to see the fans and, and, and share that experience with the fans of Chicago. I can tell everyone with absolute confidence that the majority of fans that go to Chicago sporting events are not like that guy that was ranting and raving about Parky at the end of the playoffs last year. Uh, number three, Arrowhead Stadium. Really? Wow. Yeah, I mean, okay. they're, they're supposed to be one of the best fan environments. In and it also all of the funnels NFL. the sound very yeah. well, just like uh, Century League. Very loud stadium. Uh, supposed to be a really great place to go see a game. Number, wait, was that number five, four, number three? Three. Uh, no, two, sorry. No, number two. Uh, wait. Oh, no, no, you're on number three, sorry. I'm on number three. Ben is rating all 32 stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lincoln Financial Field. I have to, have to, have to go see Lincoln Financial Field. Yeah, why? The home of the Philadelphia Eagles. I know Eagles. why I want to w- the go The best there. fans in the NFL probably. Uh, they've been through a lot. Uh, the fans are very dynamic. They're very emotional. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not going to bring up the throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. Uh, but they, or, or <laughs> what was it, uh, Kill Disco Night or whatever that was. And that Actually, that wasn't at, that, was that at, in Philly? I don't think that was there. That wasn't at Philly. No, no. Uh, but they, they are amazing fans, so I'm told. Uh, number two, CenturyLink Field in Seattle. A little bit too nice for me, probably, that stadium. Uh, but I really want to see uh, what Paul Allen was able to build up there in Seattle because it's supposed to be a really amazing place to see a game. And number one, it's a shame I've never been there. I can't believe I've never been there. Heinz Field. Uh, Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Where the Yinzers come to meet and watch the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I would absolutely love to go to Heinz Field, and I plan to do it this year somehow, some way. Well, it sounds like uh, all three of us would like to see Lambeau and, and CenturyLink, so I think a road trip is in order. Yeah. <laughs> up the 101, right? All three of us want to see it. Does it go up or the 5? What, go, what goes up the 5? Is it the 5 freeway? Just mm-hmm. go up there? And, yeah, yeah, go up the right. 5 freeway to Lambeau. Yeah. Yeah. Not to Lambo, but yeah, to uh, yeah. CenturyLink. Right off, Century. right off of Napa? CenturyLink. Oh, CenturyLink, I'd love to go. Yeah. I mean, I, and I wouldn't mind going to see. <laughs> where, where, where are Sonja you? Said, Sonja said CenturyLink. Oh, CenturyLink. Uh, I thought you were talking about Lambo. No. <laughs> you don't want to go to Lambo? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's on there, but you know, not We're as saying much road as, trip. Just yeah. go straight up. Straight up. That is true. We can, yeah. Uh, I will root for the home team 
at CenturyLink, but not the home team in Lambo. <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our TV update. So what have you guys been watching? Yeah, so we've been watching uh, The Last Kingdom. Uh, we want to give another shout-out this week to that show. Apparently, uh, I learned this week that, I, and I can't believe I didn't know this, but it's actually based on true events. Uh, there are some... Characters, for example, Uhtred's character is fictional, but many of the kings and lords in the show are actual. These are actual people who actually lived and actually took place in many, uh, or took part in many of these events, which I would I had no clue about. Really? Yeah. Pretty cool. So Alfred is a real person. Uh, the other king, the sort of uh, strange, yeah, interesting king, also a real person. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I I highly recommend this show. It actually has been getting better and better yep. as the seasons have gone along. Sonia, what say you about the Last Kingdom? No, I, I mean I talked about it last week. I really enjoy it. I I actually look forward to just binging on Sundays. Um, no, it's really good. It, it it is. It it's enjoyable to watch. Although um, I can't remember what happened last week to save my life. Well, that, well, we were uh, we're almost through season two. Uh, we're going to start season three probably sometime this week, and they've been approved for a or approved. Well, if approved is the right word. Uh, they've gotten the funding greenlit. for a greenlit for a. There you go, Sonia, for a fourth season. And the three of us are going to get together. We're going to try, try, try uh, to get through the short miniseries Good Omens. So we hope that we can all get through the Good first omen. Ep- oh. Good Omens. What what is that on? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Uh, so we're hoping to get through at least the first episode of that n- this coming week. Uh, but Franny's been watching Success. He got through the second episode of Success. Yeah. We have two Croatian hosts on the on the show, so we'd like to hear a little bit about that. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it's 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 good. It's just not great. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know, Sonia, you would enjoy it because it is in Croatian. You know, you get to learn a little bit about. <laughs> I get to learn more, yeah, ex- more words. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because as I'm listening, as I'm listening to the Croatian, you know, the, tra- the English translations, I'm kind of learning a little bit of extra words that I don't really know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know, or the ones that we don't usually use all the time. But I, I, like I said, like last week, the acting. Yeah. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. It's 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 okay. I mean, it has, it has a 8.1 rating on IMDb or whatever it is, bad. but it's not bad, but it's worse than that, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it really is. All I, the Croatians rated it. <laughs> uh, exactly. No, it's, it's all right. It's not that great. Okay. Uh, ben, maybe you would enjoy it yourself, but I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Really. All, right. all right. And I also watched, actually, I did watch uh, the first episode of Euphoria on HBO. It's that, uh, that teen drama with, uh, there was a lot of controversy after the trailer came out. Um, and it's also not that great. I'm not sure who their <laughs> I'm not sure who their target audience is. Uh, I'm sure a lot of uh, teens wouldn't enjoy it. Uh, a lot of adults wouldn't enjoy it. Um, maybe people in their early 20s might enjoy it. I I don't know. What's the um, premise? Uh, well, it's it's basically a uh, Zendaya who plays one of the characters. I don't know, is, is she, I'm not sure if she's an actress or a singer. I'm sure a lot of young younger kids would know her. Um, but she, 
um, has OCD and ADD and ABC and <laughs> A through Z, whatever. She has she has some some, some mental issues, uh, but in the show it seems like every single kid has some sort of a mental issue. Um, but I mean, it, it tries to go over the top where it's like, uh, you know, they're just trying to create controversy where there probably shouldn't be controversy. I mean, they're, they're trying to go way over the top with uh, creating these scenes. That are, it was uneasy to watch certain parts of the huh. show. And um, I didn't really enjoy it. I mean, after 20 minutes in, I was like, should I just turn this off? But I figured, you know, I'm already 20 minutes in. I guess I could watch the next 25 minutes. It wasn't that great. Okay. And Interesting. I, yeah. Are you going to give it another shot? Or are you? Kind I don't of know. You I don't know. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, along I th- those... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I don't think you would enjoy it either. Okay. But along those lines, Sonia, I think we can make a recommendation to our audience for... Um, I'm not sure if it's similar at all, but what you what you were discussing about... Uh, what's the name of that show? Euphoria. Euphoria. Uh, Atypical. Oh, that's really good. Netflix. Yeah. That's Netflix? Yeah. Uh, this is a show about a family raising an autistic kid... Uh, and it's 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 actually a really well done show. It's again one of those shows that'll make you laugh and make you cry at the same time. That's really good. No, it's Euphoria really is good kind show. of the show that makes you go like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, want to go. Yeah, I don't know if that scene was necessary. You know, <laughs> oh, I, I, they're just trying too hard. You know, and then it's HBO. They're, they're kind of reaching, huh? It's HBO. It's HBO. Huh. I mean, you guys can give it a shot, but. Nothing, nothing special. Is it? Uh, they're trying to try to you know maybe go over the top a little bit yeah, to yeah. get some fun you know generate some revenue after Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, we'll all try to get through the first episode of uh, Good Omens. I think we promised that last week, but we weren't able to do it. Um, so we'll get through the first episode next week. I've heard I've heard good things about it. Uh, that it's a really well done show. It's not something that you're going to go home. Uh, and absolutely uh, call all of your friends and relatives to watch, but it's supposed to be a, a really good show. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have your quiz. Oh, my goodness, we have a quiz. <laughs> Hold tight, everybody. And welcome back to Ben's Game Show. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers Endgame. <laughs> ben, what's your first question for me and Sonya? All right. It is quiz time, everybody. Uh, the first question. What country other than the U.S. has the most players currently active in the NFL? I think it's like the Pacific Islands or, you know, Samoa. Ben. <laughs> okay. Trinidad and Tobago. No, I'm just kidding. It's Samoa. Samoa is probably number one, right? No. What? Canada is number one. I guess that makes sense. Canada. Yeah, that makes sense. Canada that is number one. Is a pretty obvious answer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Canada is number one. Uh, number two. What team faced the longest odds entering the season for winning the Super Bowl? In other words, at the beginning of the year, which if year? you placed any year, oh, if you placed a bet on the team in the beginning of the year before the season started, what team faced the longest odds at that point 
and actually won the Super Bowl that year? Eagles. That is correct. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> the Eagles in 2017 were plus 6,000 wow. to were they win. Really? Yeah. Holy Man, shit. I'm Can you shocked. imagine putting I'm a shocked. bet on yeah. them? Wow. The Eagles were plus 6,000 to I open up the season. I wouldn't have guessed the Eagles. I didn't think they were that bad. That their <laughs> well, odds would be that, that terrible. Bad. They weren't that bad. Yeah, I, uh, well. Well, the year prior to you guys winning. But they were 7-9 and nine the year before, which is not. Right, you know. but you guys weren't even looked at, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, they were an up-and-coming team. I'm, I'm yeah, but you had, a, what, a second-year quarterback I'm at that point, yeah. right? I know, but I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were right. plus 6,000 entering the season. Wow. See? <laughs> what are they this year? <laughs> <laughs> it pays to go to Vegas. All right, question number three. Excuse me. The youngest, who is the youngest quarterback ever to win the Super Bowl? Oh, to win the Super Bowl. That's a good question. Oh, that went off twice. Ben Roethlisberger? Frane is correct. <laughs> I cannot, I couldn't believe it Look when I saw grin. it. I'm so the happy title, right now. I know. <laughs> who is the youngest quarterback? <laughs> The title begins to Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, who led his team to a championship win when he was only 23 years wow, old. That's pretty young. Roethlisberger, then, the, then only in his second professional season, became the youngest Super Bowl winning quarterback in NFL history with a 21-10 win over the... <laughs> We're going to move on. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks in Super Bastard. <laughs> the second youngest is Tom Brady at age 25. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Question number four. How many Seahawks have been inducted into the oh, Pro know. Football Hall of Fame? And the reason I ask is because it's a young team. I, I, I say four. I don't know. That is wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is two. Huh? Cortez Kennedy, and I got you the jersey this past. Largent. Steve. I mean, you had to know Steve Largent was at least one of them. Yes. Right? Okay, yeah. So you have some other great players that have been inducted into other rings of honor and such things. Dave Brown, Kenny Easley, Pete Gross, uh, Jacob Green, Walter Jones. Chuck Knox, who was a coach for a long, yes. long time. Dave Craig, who got into some ring of honor somewhere. <laughs> uh, and also <laughs> Kurt Warner, a different Kurt Warner. Uh, Jim Zorn, uh, quarterback, actually, was a member of the Pro, Fo- Pro Football Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, there are three. Jim Zorn, Cortez Kennedy, and Steve Largent. So, mm-hmm. okay. Well, it wasn't four. I was close. You were close. All right, question number four. Five. Who is the most accomplished professional athlete in a sport other than football to be an admitted fan of the Eagles? Um, he plays for the the Angels. <laughs> that is true. Mike Trout is a is a uh, <laughs> yeah, is my- a fan of the Eagles. Who is the most accomplished professional athlete? Any sport other than football I mean, Mike Trout to is be an admitted fan of the Eagles. So it's Mike, it's not Mike Trout. 
I can't believe Ronnie doesn't know this. Sonia, take a guess. I have no a idea. Fan? A fan of the Eagles. A longtime fan of the Eagles. Longtime fan, and he is. He's also about as accomplished as it gets. I mean, Mike Trout is pretty accomplished. I mean, he won two MVP so it's not awards, him. right? I mean, MLB, when you hear I mean, the name, you're going to be like, Mike Trout. I wipe my ass with Mike Trout. No, I wouldn't say that, but. When you hear the name of the person it is. Who is it? Who is it, Ben? The most accomplished sport or athlete in any sport to be an admitted and longtime fan of the Philadelphia Eagles is Kobe Bryant. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna quit this show right now. He <laughs> visited. Yeah, the, but the thing is, he visited the locker room. Yeah, but before never, the Super Bowl, there are film of him on tape when Donovan McNabb was on the cusp of. But beating. even even then, I would say Mike Trout is probably a bigger fan, though. Well, my, you have to watch all the videos. I mean, Mike Trout actually goes to the games. Kobe Bryant doesn't even go to the games. I mean, I'm sure he was born in Philadelphia, but. Kobe Bryant has visited the locker room both he actually was visited the locker room before the first Super Bowl against the New England Patriots he was there on the cusp of the Super Bowl in 2017 and he yeah he's he's apparently a very very big Eagles He fan. barely knew the Fly Eagles Fly song that video that I saw I mean it was like one of the worst renditions of the song that I've ever seen <laughs> Do you know can you sing Fly Eagles Fly yes, right now I, Well I'm not going to sing it up but I know this I know the words to it yes All right all right I stand corrected. But, I mean, I thought it was a really interesting... But uh, I don't see him in the stands, like in the front cool. row. Like Mike Trout is actually there in the stadium when they score a touchdown. He's there, and they hand him the ball. I've never even it's, heard all right, that. So what's the answer? Is the answer Mike Trout or Kobe Bryant? Because I'm happy to give him Mike Trout. If Mike, Mike Trout is the Trout. answer. Well, no, Mike Trout was a two, two-time two MVP, whereas Kobe was one time. But, yeah, but he does have... How many, <laughs> he how does many, deserve more. But how but many but rings does he have? Four? Yeah, well, he has five. Five. But, yeah. All right, that was the last I, question. Really, that, I didn't even think about that. All Yay. right. <laughs> Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big <laughs> board, Ben, it's the return, or we had it last weekend, but it is your betting corner, Ben. What do you have for us on your betting corner? Yeah, I feel like I pissed Friday off with that last question. <laughs> well, no, I, I just, you know, I mean, obviously, Kobe Bryant is very accomplished. He's, you know, he's a living legend, but he's just never at the games. I know. He's no Magic I mean, Johnson. Show up in the LA. crowd, be with the people. Uh, well,. Did you watch the video of him uh, with his child and his uh, wife during the? Um, that was one of the most. Won- that was a f- that, that that was a fake celebration. He had his daughter in his hands. Was going yeah. I was happier than Kobe Bryant when they won the Super Bowl. Well, he said he didn't want to drop his child. I was holding you when I won the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> and I do act like a one-year-old child. <laughs> Uh, all right, Ben's betting corner here in the off season. I'm going to give you a few of tasty tidbits or tasty bets that I think are worth putting down. And full disclosure, folks, I put at least one unit on any bet that I recommend. Uh, Once we roll up into the season, I clearly will not be betting on all 16 or 15 games on the schedule. Uh, But here in the preseason, I have placed bets on all of these. Uh, New York Jets plus 650 to win. The AFC East. I think this could be the year. You know, Brady could have a particularly down year. They they have no tight ends. Uh, they lost Trey Flowers. Uh, Sony Michelle is hurt. Uh, it it could be 
the year that the Patriots make the playoffs but do not win the division. And I think six and a half times your money might just be a tasty bet. Franny would say. <laughs> no. No, I, 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 I don't see them winning the AFC East. No, not at all. Well, but it could only be the Patriots or the Jets, right? Or Miami. Oh, come on. You, uh, yeah, what's I, with the love for Miami? I don't know. I, I just I don't see. I mean, the the Jets are just not that good. Darnold. I don't know. I, I, yeah, Bell. Darnold wasn't that Mosley, good. Mosley. A decent offensive line. A yeah. decent defensive line. Yeah. Cornerbacks. No. All right. Next up. This is my luck of the week. Wait. It's not a lock. Who's the quarterback out in Miami right now? Uh, Josh Rosen. Exactly. Who's your favorite quarterback in the league, Ben? Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Josh Rosen. <laughs> <laughs> I like Josh Rosen. I just don't think they have the the, the, the complementary pieces around him uh, <sighs> to get them to win that division. But I think the Jets, if they're well coached, eventually the Patriots are not going to win the division. The Steelers don't win the division every year anymore. It is possible. It will happen at some point. I don't see Tom Brady's going to be 43 years maybe, old. Maybe next year, but not this year. All right. Next up, this is my favorite bet in the betting corner this week. The Philadelphia Eagles plus 1,600 to win the next Super Bowl. I think that's a pretty good bet. 16 times your money. Uh, by all accounts, they have the best roster in <laughs> either league, top to bottom. They've got a great coach. They've got a healthy Carson Wentz, a complement of running backs, a decent defensive line, a decent, if not really, really good offensive line, two solid tight ends, uh, a whole stable of receivers. I think there's there's a pretty, I mean, they stand a pretty good chance of at least having an opportunity to play, if not win the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to say anything good. I, it's just hard to bet on my own teams, you know, because I've obviously I have a biased opinion, so I'm never going to bet on the Eagles or the Lakers. You know, I, I just can't do it. All right. But if you were a lay person, what would you think about that bet? A non-fan. But I am a fan. I am a fan. I am a fan. Uh, and I, I'm killing me. I mean, so many seasons I've rooted for them, and and uh, they've come up short, except for that one time where I thought they might be great. But you know, I I, I just I just uh, I, I I can't do it. I, I wouldn't be able to do it myself, so I can't really give you an unbiased opinion on that. All right, and I have a an outside crazy ass bet here uh, that I put down: uh, the Raiders plus eleven hundred to win the AFC West, not to win the Super Bowl, not to win the, uh, not, the, the 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 conference. But I think there's a. I mean, if if everything clicks together with, you know, with Carr and Brown and and all the pieces that they brought in, as crazy as the pieces are, mm -hmm. uh, if they all were <laughs> able to somehow play together, they've got the talent to win that division. I mean, if 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 Tyree kills out for the year, uh, it could, could really could come down. Um, but he's not out for the year. He's not out for the year, but he could be. I mean, I know I picked last week. Uh, that I think the Chargers are going to win that division. I uh, but it's, I still I still think Kansas City is the best team in that division. But it's a you know it's eleven times your money. I don't think it's a terrible bet. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't put the house on it. Yeah. Uh, but there is a chance that those guys could in fact win the AFC West. They don't have to play the Steelers this this year, so 
that's one less win on their on their schedule yeah, I don't for the Raiders. Happening. All right, Franny, what's <laughs> next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a little bit of housekeeping for you. Oh yes, yes, yes. This is where Sonia tells me to lower my voice. <laughs> thank you, go. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. It really means the world to us. We are humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website, thirstinggold.busprout.com. Again, that's thirstinggold.busprout.com with your friends, relatives, anyone you think would also like the show. Anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox. Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, or just about any other podcatcher out there. Please, please, please leave us a review if you have the time. If you would like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, you can email us at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at GoalThirst and on Instagram at thirst and or you can leave us a voicemail 818-350-2680 please be reminded that we may use your voicemail on the show if you do leave us a message please 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 tell all your friends and relatives and anyone you come in contact with to subscribe to the show we would really 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 appreciate it thank you all so much and we will see you next week Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.